Bearded Opinion, episode 12. Originally aired 30th of July 2016. Opinionating, Blue's Edge Catalyst, and many movies. Hello and welcome to the Bearded Opinion. We're back after a short break. I do. He's, he's running off. And, um, yeah. Well, we went to live streaming for a bit on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, tried that sort of market, see if we could... I don't think it's been doing as well, though. No, we tried to see if we could pump up more views for the YouTube videos. Um, and then we obviously just... Well, we just used live, part, of the, yeah. part of the live stream as the video, which we, we've decided for a bit because of work and stress and life that yeah. we're <sighs> going to come back to the pre-recorded. And yeah. hopefully, we hope to still have the same listeners that we have had for a while now. So. Yeah. We're gonna but yeah, we had a break because he was busy and I was busy and life got in the way. As usual. Um, well, we're back and we're hoping that we can continue with our monthly uh, podcast. Yeah. And also, if it time. sounds a bit different, we're not in the new, normal recording space. We no, normally we're, do it in my office. We're now in his bedroom. Yeah. Um, but we're going we're gonna to talk for about an hour or so today as, as we normally do. Yeah, we've got five news stories as per the usual. We're going to discuss several films because obviously we've we've seen a few films over the last couple of months, but we haven't really had a chance to chat about them. Yeah, so th- this is a a catch up, a retrospective, a previous. Yeah, this is yeah. We're just going to basically waffle on about shit that you already know about because well, we haven't got any new material at the minute. Yeah, we'll, we're old uh, hat. We'll be, we'll be looking to go back to the up to date stuff next month, hopefully. Yeah, we're better luck. Can't see why not. So, we're going to chat a bit about Captain America, um, Civil War, because that was the last scheduled film we were going yeah. to chat about. Um, we've got Jungle Book. We've got Jungle Book. Yeah, a bit we're, of Jungle we were going to do that after, the month after. Yeah, and then um, we've watched a couple of other films. Uh, we've seen The Secret Life of Pets and also Grimsby. So, we're going to give you a little bit of insight on each of these films. We've chosen to stick with the one game, although we probably will drift into others yeah. as per the usual, and that game is Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Neither of us have had the opportunity to actually play it yet. Well, that's partly because you need a computer from the year 2936. Yeah. But um, we'll but, start with the movies. But we'll start with the films and we'll go into games and then the news stories as usual. The news will be provided by the Metro as the usual. Of course. We love the website, it's brilliant. It is, it is. Right, so Captain America's Civil, Civil War. War. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was a great film. It was. I, I'm not, I'm not going to knock that. I'm not. Gonna although knock... it wasn't really a Captain America film. It was, no, it wasn't. It was a, the Avengers. It was an Avengers film. I'm going to take my swatch off. Um, it was an Avengers movie. Um, I really like Panther. He's definitely one of oh, my pa- favourites. Panther. Pa- the only, I'll tell you what... I've, Quick sidestep, there was a CNN news story about, you know, who who is upcoming. It, Black Panther is an African-American. No! no! He is just African. He's an African mm. prince. Um, as with all of his family, they, you know, they take on the role as the Black Panther and defend their homeland, basically. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to be seeing the Panther movie that comes out next year is it or is it this year or? I think it's next year next year because this year I think Strange is Strange it. and the is, yeah Strange is I think Strange is the only next one this year for Marvel because DC's taken a lot of the marketplace on, this year hold on aren't, aren't they doing Thor at the end of the year no because I thought, I thought they'd moved Thor back you I mean thought, forward yeah yeah no 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 back no, I thought they'd move Thor back. So I thought Thor was supposed to be out this year, but in actual fact, they're now releasing it next year. Or I... I don't know. I anyway, Marvel. Guys, if you want to know, 
Google. Google, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Panther for me was one of my favourite characters. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sick to death for the Winter Soldier bullshit now. I, I don't know. I really like it because um, I know a bit more about the comics than you. Because mm. I, I follow... Um, I don't buy them, guys, before any of you start thinking. I don't go to the comic book store every week and... Have you got the late? This Captain America. Have yeah. you got? I don't do that. I haven't got time. I haven't got money, and I haven't got patience. Only comics I really read religiously are The Walking Dead's, because I love it. Um, but I follow uh, Facebook groups and YouTube groups and all, all YouTube groups. We have YouTube groups now. YouTube channels yeah. that discuss th these are the guys that go and read them. and I follow them and at the minute they're doing something really cool with Captain America Hydra and the Winter Soldier so they're playing oh, off yeah, that that, in the that works but I mean at the moment I mean to me Bucky's just so fucking miserable oh we have my daughter entering the room yeah hello you going to say hello hello how can we help after that little interlude <laughs> um so yeah, so we've got, obviously, I mean, Panther was a great addition to it yeah. anyway. Let's get away from the fact that I don't particularly like the Winter Soldier at yeah. the moment. I, I quite um, like Bucky. But uh, Spider-Man was amazing. Yeah, I absolutely loved him. I, I can't wait for chosen, a solo film. For me, they've chosen the right actor this time. I think he's, are, yeah. he's, he's sort of nervous, but he's geeky. See, and I liked Toby to... in the first film. Oh, definitely. But I didn't like him in the second two. But funnily enough... Andrew Garfield, I loved him in the second film. But I hated him in the first. Hated him in the yeah. first one. The second, Amazing like, Spider-Man Two was definitely. I get better that they're that different Spider-Man. I get that, guys. So don't don't tell me that they're different Spider-Man. I know. Yeah, we know that. But, but it's just Toby's was great to begin with because he was all, well, he was just he was just sort of young and he wanted to be doing stuff. But then all of a sudden he's because <laughs> because obviously in the first film he killed Osborne, he's just turned himself that was into it. some emo, self-loathing piece of shit that didn't want to be Spider-Man anymore. And to be fair, they dragged that on for two fucking film franchises. They did. And that was hilarious. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man, I couldn't really get into the first one. I just found it boring. And then the second one was amazing. Yeah, the second one was the lizard, wasn't it? No, the first one was the lizard. The second one was Electro. Oh, yeah, Electro. Ele I loved Electro's character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the third, I think they've nailed it now. Yeah, I but mean, then the Avengers do. I mean, look at the first two Hulk films: the Hulk and the Incredible Hulk. The Hulk was awful because the Hulk wasn't really in it. The Incredible Hulk was that almost sort went too much the other yeah, way. Yeah, they kind of went. Well, the Hulk has to. Everyone was like, the Hulk's not in this film, so let's make a Hulk film that's got the Hulk in it for like ninety minutes and two minutes of story. And it's yeah. like, well, no, now you've and gone the other way. And then they put, and now they've got. But the Hulk for me can't. Because of the Hulk and the who he is, it doesn't work as a solo film. He needs the, someone if, there to help rein if, it in. If they're going to do solo films with the Hulk, they need to look at, like, Planet Hulk, World War Hulk. Yeah, they need to be looking at something where it's actually got a story to it yeah. rather than what they have done. But for me, Spider-Man, they've chosen, they've just yeah. nailed him. He's just so like, oh, right, yeah, let me talk. Oh, my God, you've got these wings. Great. Kid, we're fighting. Please stop talking. <laughs> sort of thing. And that's just what Spider-Man yeah. was supposed yeah. to Agreed. be. Um, I like the fact that he, he went off, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he goes off and he's just, he's like, no, I'm not Spider-Man, I'm not Spider-Man. Well, uh, yeah, okay, I am Spider-Man. But, 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 it's like, you need a new suit, kid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we all um, knew Tony I, Stark I, was going to design I didn't that like, suit. I didn't like the cop-out ending. I didn't like the cop No. Here's a mobile phone, ring me if you need me. Yeah, but it's kind of like, it, there's the it's Avengers. They've, it's they've, needed. They've split the Avengers, because obviously that's what happens in every third comic. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I basically can see how it's going to go now for the third film, 
because he's in two parts. They're going to have um, Tony's. They're going to bring in the big bad guy, whoever that's going to be. Uh, they're going to bring in... Uh, well, to- Infinity War, so yeah. it should be Thanos. It should be. Yeah, it should be, because that's where it's all leading up to. My bad. Um, so to- Tony's Avengers, air quotes, or try, and that they'll fail. Then they'll need Cap. They'll need Cap, they'll need... And then... But of course, Bucky's, the, Bucky's no longer available because he's just put himself the, back to sleep. I think in, by the second one, you'll have the, the original Avengers from the, the first but movie. Of course, the Infinity War should be bringing in the galaxy, uh, Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy into it as well. So we should be seeing them come into but it. But I, I think all that will be in the second film. I think the second film... Well, the first film's going to be the setup. It's the first be film will where be where everyone, everyone seems to need to get and to And it will mainly be uh, Tony's Avengers. But of course, and then the next the Guardians se- film should help build up to this one yeah. because they're supposed to be explaining why Star- well we're supposed to find yeah. out who Star-Lord's dad is we yeah. already know that he's an ancient but yeah. we don't know exactly everything um, from what the films have obviously yeah, but told like us. I say the, the first one will literally be Tony's Avengers and a build up the second part will be we need everyone so you'll get the Guardians coming in you'll get the Avengers coming in you'll get Captain uh, America Cap- and his rabble coming in yeah the original Avengers will come in that's what I was on about with that You'll get the um, you'll get the uh, you'll get like Spider Man will probably come back. Well, Spider Man's supposed to be. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go into that by that, but by this point, but Spider Man shortly is supposed to start up with another young set of heroes. Ah, so that might be because the lead he's on to that. Because he's then. supposed. To, I can't remember what they're actually called, but there's some sort of teen Avenger type peoples that wrapped around New York and he's supposed to lead them so maybe they might start bringing that like story maybe into that it. second film will lead on to yeah but I can see I can basically see that every everyone we've seen by the time the second uh, film comes out everyone we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to that point should be in it maybe minus the Inhumanoids okay I thought Inhumans was out after the Infinity War is it out finished after? yeah I thought, I thought I'm it pretty was, sure Inhumans is changed? the last it's the last chain... Marvel film to come out. So that might spark off Phase 4. Yeah. Right, okay. So I'm pretty sure Inhumans is after the Infinity Wars. Wasn't it Wars. originally supposed to come out between the two? It was, but they've put it so it's after the Infinity Wars because it's supposed to be like the next thing. Step right, through. okay. Well, we'll see. But yeah, really good film. Meh storyline. Meh. Yeah. The storyline was meh. The action was good. They needed a better storyline, but I get it. They were setting up for the final. Yeah, they're setting up for what... To be fair, I'm surprised that the Avengers are lasted up to that point, to be fair, because in the comics, they don't stay friends very long. No, they... They, they will... fall out every other fucking day, so... Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's... Well, yes and no, you know, in the... It depends what era you're talking about. I mean, in the original ones, uh, you had Hawkeye, you had Hulk, you had Iron Man, and you had somebody else who I can't remember, uh, and they they were fine. Then they found Thor, and they were still good. Then they bought in Cap, and they were still good, and they were good for like years, literally year. They go out, you know, month monthly issues, and bang out, you know, a good sized comic. But and I think was... people just wanted to see the more. Yeah. Yes, they're heroes, but they're yeah. still humans. Well, that's the thing. I think this is well, this is focusing from, sort of um, around the uh, the comics, not the very current comics, because everything like two three years ago went through a reboot, comic wise, both Marvel and DC. Yeah. DC are focusing on the the new fifty two. I think it's new fifty two. The 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 current stuff with the, the DC films are are basically. This current. is yeah. comic. 
Uh, DCs are going. Uh, Marvels are going last. Last set. Yeah. The last. Um, the last sort of arcs. The me- the story you know from the nineties and the late eighties, early nineties. Um, but you know the story wasn't great, but it was a good film. Um, it was a good film. The action was on point. Yeah. As we expected it to be. It's an it's an Avengers film. Yeah. Every 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 action scene that they ever do, you know, makes sense. Um, obviously, they needed to put in they needed to do the Civil War story yeah. art for it to flow. Yeah. Uh, because they needed to get out the tensions between Stark and, yeah. I mean, and Rogers. And, but and for anyone who moans about the comic difference, you know, where Civil War in the comics had hundreds of of different we've not gotten that far we, into we, we've not introduced that many they, superheroes they in don't the know that yet. many exist um yeah they do but we don't but this was what this was what um, tony's uh, idea was all about in that film the fact that they were going to start recruiting like recruiting everyone. everyone um um and that was kind of the point and you you've got to remember guys in in the civil war art you when i see those posts that's about because when, when Marvel do a big storyline like the Civil War or like the Infinity Wars, they don't just... A lot of people think they, they buy the Civil War, you know, omnibus, and they read it, and that's, that's the story. And it sort of is. But what you've got to remember is why that's going on. There's also shit happening in the Spider-Man comics. There's shit happening yeah. in the Thor comics. There's shit going off on my phone. There's Each character has their own... Each comic that they've got out at the time has their own bit to do with the Civil War. Same when they did the Infinity Wars. Um, you know, part of that was you had six Spider-Man comics coming out then because they introduced six alternate Spider-Man. Yeah. And that was part of Infinity Wars. And then they did their own little thing. And then obviously, you know, they went with the generic Peter Parker and he was the leader of the Spider-Man. And then you know, that bit ended, and then they took him and put him in the Infinity Wars with, you know, I think it was, like, the main the main characters we know of, you know, Cap, Thor, Spider-Man, were, were all from the, the main continuity, but then they brought in, like, a Reed Richards from another world, and various people from different worlds and different timelines to build the Infinity Wars. So you got to remember that this was a small part. It was Captain America Civil War. Mm. This was that part. The Civil War storyline was Marvel Civil War. There's a difference. Yeah, that's why well, the Civil War was this. This Civil War is basically the end of the Avengers as we know yeah. it, and the boot into the separate two Avenger squads, each led by uh, yeah, each respective. Yeah, leader. I mean, if you if you really want to get technical, guys, there are. I mean, there's Avengers. There's 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 the Avengers, which are global. That is, you know, black and white. That's that's the Avengers from the original film, from yeah. the first film. Uh, but then you've got the Canadian Avengers, you've got the American Avengers, you've got the uh, British Avengers, you've got Avengers from various European countries. There's a few African ones. Uh, there's even an Australian team um, because the Australians were moaning why are we never in comics. So Marvel went, okay, fine, have a team, and they gave them a team. And there's so many all over the world. And then when things like Galactus or Thanos come, they, you know, a couple of members from each of those teams will join up with the main Avengers and wreck face. The thing is, though, we've got to, we've got to remember. Everyone has got to remember that these films are loosely yeah. based. Oh yeah, completely. On they do this, not follow. If you this, go to any, if you look at any film regarding. Yeah. 
Marvel, DC, anything that's been based on books, books movies, uh, games, anything, it's loosely based yeah. because they can't. If they were to base the Avengers on the comic books, for a start off, they'd have had to have chosen a comic. Well, I mean, the only or way. Or one stream of comics and gone, right, this is our Marvel yeah. universe. Because the, the, the otherwise it doesn't do, work. Because the there's so many different. There's so many different conflictions. If you read. If you read, I don't know, you read The Amazing Spider-Man and you read one season of yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man and then you go and read season three or four down the line, you then put them comics books side to side. You will find, well, hold on a minute, but... Yeah. But, but... And but, that's the but, thing, if they were going to do The Avengers, at this point, maybe Captain America Civil War, Captain America, you know, in the, in the timeline, Captain America would have just been found. And if they, the Hulk wouldn't be able to control himself as well as he does nope. because that took years, years to do. So you got to remember, basically, guys, if you want to look at this as Stan Lee has created yet another universe. All he's done is he's created a visual comic book yeah, universe. Yeah, but he's, he's done it as another universe. Yeah, it's a, so it's not, it's not, you know, Earth Prime. It's not Earth 256 million. It's another Earth. Yeah, he's created just, another universe for this film franchise and that's the best way to look at it overall though very good oh film. yeah very good definitely film. looking forward to more of the marvel universe yeah. uh, for me i probably will go and watch doctor strange because from everything i've seen it does look yeah like it it's does. going to be quite it a does. good film so um we will br- oh, um, well i imagine we'll probably report back on doctor strange after it's been out yeah and, i mean um, the next one for us will be the next movie will be uh, DC Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, it, Suicide Squad's next. So, I mean, obviously, we did we did aim to start out with this series to not do uh, basic franchises. Yeah, but we seemingly have done because, unfortunately, or fortunately for us, um, well, that's just all that's coming out at the moment that we want yeah. to watch. Um, but overall. Definitely a great film. It's possibly even worth buying the DVD just to watch the yeah. deleted scenes and the extras, just because they always slip shit in there they that do. you really need to know to actually fill in gaps in the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's move on from that. We'll do uh, a quick one on the Secret Life. Yeah, pets. Can, we uh, both. I've well, not watched no, it. You yet, didn't but watch he's it. Watched I watched it. that. Um, surprisingly, right? Okay. If you're a grown up, I can understand. You know what? I went in with that same attitude. I actually thought it was pretty damn uh, reasonable. Um, he, he's bugger enough. Um, it was amusing. It was your generic storyline of something gets lost, you got to go find it, blah de blah de blue. Something we've seen a thousand times. But there are two things that, that made me smile. There is a heavy metal poodle. Okay, that's good. Which br- basically, dude, you, the poodle is sat there, right? Classical music playing mm. in the background. It only goes, bye, walks out the door. The dog switches the iPod over to the net, like another playlist. And you just hear, and he's head bang, and brilliant. And it's got like three or four different songs. Then at the end, they're all, you know, everything's happened and blah, blah. And there's a big party going on. And then he hears the owner going, he's like, everyone, fuck off, basically. Um... And the owner's talking, oh, how did you have fun? And then there's been this tattooed pig who's like one of the bad guys, I suppose you call them. This is right at the end of the film. Boom! <coughs> falls from the ceiling on the chandelier. Me, I was broke. It, that actually broke me because it was so... 
Like, the film wasn't that kind of film. It was fu- It had a different kind of humour. And then it just did this out of nowhere, and that was me in hysterics. Well, the thing is, is that we've got to remember that The Secret Life of Pets isn't done by one of the big, no. necessarily... Well, Illumination Pictures are now big. Yeah. But it's not done by one of the more, more popular It's Pixar not a Disney, it's not a... Or DreamWorks, or Universal Pictures. This is Illumination. This is the same people that did Despicable Me, yeah. Despicable Me 2, and the Minions movie. And we've already seen that when... When they want to create characters that you will they, fall in love they, with, they're they very do, good at it. They do what they do well. They're not like Disney, they're not like Universal, they're not like DreamWorks. They don't pump out a film every year like Clockwork, or every six months like Clockwork. They sit there and they go, right. So they create a Despicable Me. That made them. Then they went, well, let's make another one. Everyone loved it. Then they went, everyone loves the Minions. Let's give them a film. Let's give them and a, now they've got a backstory. Draw a line under it. Yeah, we'll leave Despicable Me and the Minions storyline for now and we'll now move on to something new. Yeah, and, and they've done... To be fair, that's what DreamWorks started yeah. out well with. They did the Shrek films and then they moved into the Panda films. And but then Shrek jumped stuff. back on. But and then, yeah, but then, then obviously they've... I mean, don't get me wrong, the Shrek films have all been relatively decent to watch. I, I, I didn't I'm particularly like fan, the last one. I'm not a fan of anything from sort of... I didn't like 3 as much. And no. Anything after that, I'm not. Okay, but... Then but when they did, yeah, no, but when they then did the panda films, I loved them. I fell in love with it, and for me, I think it's just because it's Jack Black. Yes, yeah, always yeah, like yeah. Jack Black, and they they chose a, a character that is that screams yeah. Jack Black, you know. But, and I love the Kung Fu Panda movies. I loved all three. Yeah. But to be fair, they didn't do that. Right, we'll do Kung Fu Panda one right now next year, next year, next year. Let's yeah. Get Kung Fu Panda two out. They didn't do that. They waited a couple yeah. of years, and then they spat Kung Fu Panda two out when everyone, all the hype yeah. had gone. And that's why that's why the see, Kung Fu Panda see, what, films what work. What I like with um, the Secret Life of Pets is it delivers a message, and it's a message that we should have got for our edge years ago. I'm just peeling your label off your lighter. That's right, because I need to light mine for real. <laughs> that's a lighter, by the way. If you're wondering what the click is, yeah, um, which is something we should have learned years ago. It's the message is look after your pets. Yeah. Because that's what it basically is. There's like there's a group of pets that have been abandoned, <coughs> and then you've got <coughs> uh, two two tamed pets, tamed you know house pets, domesticated. That's the word. Uh, get lost, and the other domesticated pets go and try and find them, and it's all. So it's basically Toy Story with animals. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> it's, it, it's good. Um, but yeah, so. That's the main, and it, it's about look after your pet. But it's one of them films that it is definitely a family type feature. Oh, yeah. So go and take the kids to watch it. Obviously, with any animated film, they always stick in jokes that the adults are getting, the kids will sort of get. But not actually, you know, it. you know what? Or you did know they what? not do that? I I will respect them for that. The adult jokes were kept very very low. Because we've seen recently, I mean, DreamWorks are one of the worst for it. They're, they're always they're always in adding, My, giant li- cock drawn on the or, wall, or yeah. they'll add innuendo um, in their jokes and stuff like that. Which, to be fair, it does get a laugh, but it, it's still a kids' film. But yeah. I think they do it just to keep the parents sane. Yeah. Because but, to be fair, no one wants to, not everyone wants to sit and watch, you know, some Peppa Pig bullshit all the time. They I'm did. saying nothing, mate. I've seen I, you sit and watch that. I have no choice, mate. I have a little girl. She's on it all I've day, seen you watch day. that when she's gone to bed. Yeah, but it's because the TV just don't get changed. You ask any parent, they always forget to change the channel. Anyway, so Secret Life Pets. I Honestly, even if you not got, if you want to go see it, guys, don't be embarrassed. Go see it. Because it was interesting. The thing is, it's, it, nearly, it's nearly out in it now. Yeah, probably. But if you, if you do at this last minute want to go, just go. 
It's not a bad film. I thought it would be. And I'm a cynical bastard. But Illumination were very yeah. good with the Despicable Me. It, it was very you, I am a cynical, 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 cynical bastard. Mm-hmm. I went in there thinking, this is going to be your classic... Tri- no, I don't, I don't like the Despicable Me films. I do not like them. I, did, I went in with the same thought of, I ain't going to like this. And it kept me engaged. I didn't... I didn't st- you know, sometimes I watch them films and I'll... You drift in and out. Uh, this one, it, I was watching. I... I yeah, we're all right. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, I've watched recently, we're going to move on to another film now, so we've decided that Secret Life Pets, good film, go and watch it. Uh, I've watched recently Grimsby. Um, now, I want to go and see that, so you can tell me, is it worth my yeah, money? It definitely. Right, yeah. Now, it's Sasha Baron Cohen, so you know the film straight away is going to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek, off-the-wall type funniness, because we've seen it all, all over. But this, for me is possibly the best Sasha Baron Cohen film since Ali G in the house, right? Because there's others, Bruno and that shit, I didn't like. I did not like it at all. Who is Sasha in Ali G? Ali G. Oh, right. no, I'm with you now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry, my so, brain thought it was his girlfriend for a minute. No, so Sasha Baron Cohen, it's obviously a Sasha Baron Cohen film. Now, the main story of the film is that two brothers, um, both from Grimsby, were separated quite young on... You learn about why in the film, but they were separated quite young on. Um, and basically one of them ended up becoming a super military spy for MI6. And the other one is... A chav? Yeah, basically he's a chavy beer lout from Grimsby, who is Sasha Baron Cohen. So um, he's always been looking for his brother and then all of a sudden he gets information that his brother's going to be at a party. So he goes to the party, bumps into him and fucks the whole mission up. As you can expect, it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Needless to say, the film is full of just stuff that would never happen in real life. So at one point, um, Sasha Baron Cohen's brother in it gets um, some sort of poison in his bollock. And um, Sasha Baron Cohen, he, they basically get into a teabagging position so he can right. suck the poison out of his ball sack. Um, and there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of stuff in it that's really funny. They end up basically, at, it's all set like this year. Right. During the Euro 2016 um, cup, basically. Right. Um, and the last part... Who won? Of... I bet you it won Portugal. No, hey. it was England. England. Well, of course it now. was, right. But anyway, so... So they got um, that wrong. So the idea was is that basically um, his brother was trying to stop this group of terrorists that their plan is basically to set off some sort of weapon at the Euro 2016 final. And it, it, they found out basically it's a biological weapon that will make everyone in the stadium ill, but not ill until they've actually all managed to get home after the final. So it would spread globally and therefore half the world, boom, dead. Um, but it's just so funny, like proper See, I, funny. I read somewhere it was Austin Powers meets Ali G. Yes. Is it Austin yes, Powers it meets really Ali G? it really is. It really is that sort of slapstick type Proper off the cuff humour. The 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 bullshitty spy of yeah, Austin Powers. The, well, no, because his brother is actually a genuine yeah, spy. Yeah. But because his but brother, so Austin, his brother ends yeah. up like um, he accidentally. He's supposed to be taking some sort of shots to help him keep going or something. It's like a bone hardener because he's broken a bone and it basically hardens the bone so he can walk on it. But instead of being given that, his brother accidentally gives him a full syringe full of heroin or crack something anyway and he injects that into his leg and obviously he's off the wall which means that his brother has to take over the mission yeah okay and that's what the whole point of it is his brother's right. thick but he does do well right but it's just so his brother is the the austin power yeah his brother's the, well, his brother is basically james bond right because he no, is that sorry. good the main guy is 
Yeah, the main guy... Ali G is Austin Powers meets Ali G. Yeah. And the proper brother is... Is basically Bond. Bond. He's basically Bond. But um, you find out that they were split because the mum had died or something. And basically, um, they were both in the care system. One of them was going to be adopted. But they were said, no, 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 you can't do that. They're inseparable. They have to be together. But... When the older brother, Sasha Marikoni, found out that we're going to be separated, he lied to his brother, got onto a train with his brother, and then got off the train when his brother went to the toilet. So then when the train pulled off, he wasn't on the train, and his brother had to go screaming by himself, basically. And that's why his brother, when he finds him, doesn't particularly like him. Right. But, you know, there's so much stuff that goes on in the film that it's just hilarious. Okay. Um, there's like, at the end, there's, a, there's like a kick... Uh, free kick type thing that go and the ball's about about to be basically saved and Sasha Baron Cohen's got a gun so he shoots the ball the ball then goes flat and lands over the line meaning a goal the ref then blows his whistle shouts no goal and Sasha Baron Cohen pops him in the head it's you know it's just proper st- it wouldn't happen when that happened I I tell you now I cried a little, like a little girl with laughter it was hilarious because it's just you weren't expecting it to happen and all of a sudden boom fuck you know that's brilliant Absolutely brilliant film, definitely worth the watch. Um, but yeah, you'll, it's definitely worth your money, mate. You'll definitely enjoy it. It's a proper funny slapstick spy action type movie. Awesome. You can't you can't beat those. It, although there is a lot, of, there is a bit of the film that's done sort of like first person view from a first person lens. There's quite a few bits in the films like that, and it gives you a little bit of insight on what that uh, new film that's coming out soon. Um, that's going to be all yeah, in first, the... pers- first person view. You get a very good detailed look from Grimsby at what this film is going to look yeah, like. Yeah, because the only film I had that to compare to was... Um... The little scene in Doom? No, um, Halloween... The eighth, the the last Halloween film. Resurrection. Was that it? Was it Resurrection? Possibly. I don't know. I've not, I've not followed the but, Halloween franchise for oh, years. I love the Halloween films, mate. Um, even the Rob Zombie ones. That's another story. Um... The um, Hall- Halloween films, um, the last one, they they basically get six people or eight or a group of people to go into the, uh, his old house, which the backstory of that is fucking hilarious. Where they originally filmed it is now fucking car park, so they had to build it all on a soundstage. It made it broke me when I because wa- I watched this shit with the director's commentary after I've seen it. Mm. It broke me when I found that, uh, and they walk around with these like little over the ear camera things and. Because it's supposed, and in like an extended DVD release later on, they bought it so that you could watch from from when they first enter the house. You can then go into a menu and pick your view, and they had to refilm so much mm. for them to literally just them wandering about. For me, that and that's I how can't it was. What that film is that's coming out that's all in first person. But when it does come out, it makes me want to make sure I've got my VR headset. Yeah. Because I'll put it straight on my phone, whack it in, headphones on, and I'll just play. It's not obviously going to be 360 view, yeah. but because it's going to be here, in front of my eyes, It'll it's going like to be, it's gonna be like me doing it. And the only problem with that is, is I've done some of these VR things. I've been on the roller coasters, I've been surfing. And when you are actually moving in these things, your gut yeah. bounces up and down. And it does start to make me feel sick. And I'm hoping that I can actually sit and watch the whole thing on a VR headset. Because it will be amazing. Yeah. But there's a lot of first-person view in Grimsby, and it does give you a very good look at what this film's going to be oh, like. That's good. Um, which is really good. Um, what other films did we say we were going to talk about? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Loved it. Yeah, same. I honestly, I, in comparison to the the Disney film, it was 
first. You see, the thing is, this isn't the f everyone's saying, oh, this is the first live action Jungle Book. It isn't. No, it's not. There was one in the 90s or. Oh, it was before that, mate. I want to say 70s, 80s. But anyway, there was, a, there was a Jungle Book prior to this one. Yeah. Not as good as this one. No. But prior to this one. Now, they basically, all they've done is they've taken the animated version and they've made it yeah. real life. They haven't changed the story. They've changed a few bits, a but little nothing bit, major. No, nothing major. Apart, well, apart from Baloo isn't a normal-sized orangutan. He is now like a 40-foot... Oh, not Baloo, foot, yeah. Not Baloo. Um, King Louie. King Louie is no longer a normal-sized uh, orangutan. He is now like a 40-foot King Kong. He, he, he's a big bastard. Um, but even then, I quite like that. I like I the did. idea of that because he was supposed to be the king. And yeah, that made sense. Um, but I loved it. They even yeah. like, they even kept the little musical bits yeah. that just make you think, "Oh my god, I'm a kid again." And I loved it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they could have done better in certain areas. They could have, but, but they could do better in certain areas in every film. Yeah, you know? there's there's no perfect film, guys. Especially and, as, and if you guys can when show me, the problem is especially when you're mixing so much CGI. With real life, yeah, you, it is so difficult yeah. to keep everything on point. If, if you guys can show me what you consider a perfect film, tell us in the comments. We'll watch we'll it. We'll watch it, and we'll we'll find you faults, guaranteed. And if you say we're being nitpicky, we'll be nitpicky. I'm not gonna lie, we will be nitpicky. But you send us what you consider a perfect film, we'll find a fault, and it might be nitpicky. But guess what? It's, it's a, a fault. fucking fault. But. You know, I quite enjoyed it. It was definitely worth my money yeah. in the cinema to go and watch it. Um, you know, I think that they cast everyone right. Yeah, they did. I've heard a lot of people bitching that Scar Joe was Car and Car's a bloat, and it's like, well, not in this one. Well, not in the book either. No, no, exactly. It's that's the thing. They took a lot from the book this yeah. time. Yeah, and it's you know, I mean, you've got a fair enough. It is still a live action. It is still a live action yeah. Disney type film. But at the end of the day. This isn't based on the cartoon. No. Just like Maleficent wasn't, wasn't based, based on, on Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, these are a new retelling of a, of an old story. Yeah. And that's that the actually more it. true to the yeah. books that I mean, I'm not being the funny, Disney but Maleficent, Maleficent is possibly one of the best live action Disney films Loved they it. have ever released. Yeah. And it explains so much that you don't understand from the Sleeping Beauty. And you can literally put them side by side and go, and they work. They do. They work um, so well. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think Disney are doing very well with their live action. Yeah, at the I moment. do. Um, it's funny that Tarzan isn't a live action Disney. Yeah. But then again, it's not called Tarzan. It's the Legend, Legend of, Tarzan. of Tarzan. So, Which but, is, I think, but a to be fair, thing. But to be fair, the Legend of Tarzan is looking more and more like a 12A, sort of 15, yeah. adulty type film. And maybe that's It's got the a point. Planet of the Apes vibe to it, if you ask me. Yeah, sort of. But I mean, it's, I think it's, they're trying to actually show in this that Tarzan does control the jungle. It yeah. is everyone in that jungle will fight for Tarzan. And I think that's the thing that they've always missed. In a lot of the in a lot yeah. of the other films and a lot of the other cartoon retellings, they've missed that. And this time they're trying to show you this is the white ape. He does control every animal and they will fight for him. Yeah. If he calls upon them they will do as they are told. And that is what you're trying that's what they're now trying to get across and I think that'll be great. But overall I think that what they've done with the jungle book was very, very good. It was. Um, it's worth a watch guys. I mean for me, Baloo, um Bill Murray, you can't beat you that. Can't. He was he so was, on point. So so on point. Scarjo was very good at being car because she has got one of them sort of creepy type voices and it worked really well. Um oh what was the bloke that they had playing the tiger? I want to say Idris Elba, but I don't think it was. I don't know. It was some of the 
black dude anyway. But again, on point, brilliant. On point, they, they really did choose the casting well with that film and you can tell they actually spent a lot of time on getting it right. Mm. And I'm not being funny, in a lot of films you can tell when they rush it and that film didn't look rushed. No, it didn't. It looked really well. Um, so definitely go and watch that film yeah. if you've not watched it already. But, you know, it is very, very good. Just forget about the Disney version. Yes, there are some Disney elements to it. Yes. Yeah. The is music from music Disney. There, you know, and that sort of stuff. But it's not... It's not Disney. Yeah, it's, it's like someone bought the rights to it and did their own version. Yeah, um, but it's it's really, really good, so definitely definitely worth the watch. Yeah. Right, so now we'll move on to games at last. You've had half an hour of movies. Yeah, so we're going to move into uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Now, obviously, as... as you know a lot more about the Mirror's Edge franchise than me. Yeah, I, definitely. I, uh, I'll be honest, guys. I played about 10 minutes of Mirror's Edge, um, and at the time, my, my computer at the time... I've, I've got a better computer now, as you guys know, and... It, it could run Mirror's Edge 1 and 2. No problem. But my old computer could barely run Amnesia. Um, so I tried playing Mirror's Edge. I played about five minutes. I was dropping frames like a fucking cunt. And I went balls to it. Uninstalled it. I've still got it. It's on Steam. It's sat there. I ain't playing definitely, it. Definitely worth the play. Uh, it's, uh, definitely worth the play. Free running ain't my thing, man. No, um, but the thing is, is that the thing is with me was the only reason I wanted to play Mirror's Edge was because it was a first-person free-running game. And the only free-running games that we'd sort of had by then was a little bit with the Spider-Man games, although it weren't really free-running. You could run at wars, but that's because it's Spider-Man. Yeah. We'd had the Assassin's Creed's attempt on free-running, which, don't get me wrong, I'm a massive Assassin's Creed fan. Um, the free-running that is great, but it's third-person. So... To actually be able to do free running from a first person perspective for me was an amazing feat. And the game itself flows really, really nicely. But what they've done I'm is... I'm getting a phone call. Go away. What they've done is they've changed the elements now. Because in the first in the first game... Professionalism. It was, it was lineage. It was, this is the story arc. This is what you're going to follow. You're going to do it chapter by chapter. You're going to do it mission by mission. And once you've done it all, you can speed run it. But at the end of the day, that is it. Now, what they've done this time, from what we've seen of the game, is they've open-world it, which, to be fair, needed to be done. Because with the with the element of the free run, it, it would have been nice in the previous game to explore the city a little bit. And from what I've seen from the gameplay and everything else, that seemingly is what's happened. If that's not right, then please comment and call me a dickhead. But from what we've seen... Dickhead. From what we've seen, that is, you know, the elements of it now. And for me, I can't wait to play it because of that. They've kept the first person free running. And all the gameplay videos I've seen, all they've done is they've just enhanced the graphics. They've made it flow a little bit better. They've added um, this red line now that seems to keep you on track, tells you where enemies are, where to follow, you know, which path to follow in, to enable you to, you know, get a better kill. They've made it so um, the fighting in it, because in the last yeah, game... Yeah, you had the gun, now you yeah, don't. Yeah, and it's... You know, you don't have the gun, but they've made it now so you can upgrade yourself with points to make yourself better at fighting. Which, honestly, that's something for me that breaks it. Like, in any game... I get it, it's a game. It's but, a game, they have to make but, it so you're actually the, achieving something. The thing something. that always gets me is, is when they do that. It's like, yeah, I'll go and spend 50 quid... And all of a sudden, I'm a kickboxing master in like the, that. The thing is, though, it's not by micro purchase. It is still by. No, no, no. I get that. But if you imagine these fifty quids are the fifty points you've got. To spend. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but I, I but, can't do that. But the thing is, is that they have to. Whenever they do an open world game, they always put an element of upgrading because it becomes more of an RP open world RPG, and that that just makes it so you want to continue to play to make your character better. 
because they've removed the gun element, it means now that, you know, um, it's a bit harder in certain fights, I would imagine, to win if you can't get the gun. But then again, when you got the gun in the first game, you didn't really use it that much. Did you not? So, you know, I mean, you do it in certain bits. You're in a shopping mall in the first in, in, part in the first one and you've got a lot of guys with automatic weapons. It does help, okay? Because this one's more run, jump on them, run up, keep, yeah, keep yeah, running. Yeah, in the last game, it was sort of like you run somewhere and then all of a sudden, right, you've now got to stop running. You're in a fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. Right, fight's over. Everyone's dead. Keep running. But from what we've seen on this game, you actually get rewarded better if you run up to the guy, knock, kick him in the head or whatever, then carry on fucking running, jump over the next hurdle, hit the next guy, carry on running, hit the next guy. I mean, the, from what we've seen, you can stop. You can yeah, stop beating him up. But from what we've you seen... You get less you, points. Yeah, from what we've seen, you actually get rewarded better with momentum and stuff like that by continuously running and rather than just stopping a fight. And I'm not saying that... There's going to be parts in the game that, because obviously I haven't played it, so no doubt there is going to be parts in the game where you run and all of a sudden you're in a fight, but that happens in every fucking game. I don't know, mate. Yeah, they did. The, maybe this is the the era that I've been waiting for where a game doesn't need to have a punch-up or a shoot-up. Possibly. Because I tell you what, every game, I literally, I have played probably three games... Well, probably a few more, but there are about three games that I can name off the top of my head where you don't break momentum by having to beat up 60 dudes, beat up two dudes with enough health to fucking cure the world of cancer, or go in a shootout. And even The Walking Dead manages to do that in the Telltale games and in Survival Instinct. The thing is, is though, with the first game, it didn't make a lot of sense because the idea behind the whole game is that Basically, they're trying to fight Big Brother. You know, Big Brother's watching them. There's yeah. No... Right, so the world being watched, basically. And the only way they can get information about without it being found is to use free runners to run across the rooftops of the buildings to get information from A to B. Okay? So that was the, that was the entire point of the game. Right? So when they added in the first one, when the element was sort of run, you have a fight. Well, that doesn't ring true with what they're saying. These guys are free runners. They avoid trouble by running on the rooftops. If they get caught, they run. That's why they're runners. So when they started to make it so the game was right, you run here, there's like 40 bad guys. You've got to kill them all. And then you've got to run on and then whatever else. It sort of slowed the game down. But from what, from what we've seen so far is they've actually stuck true to what these runners are. These runners are information mules. In any film or anything like that, how many information mules do you see that stop and fight every fight? Oh, yeah. They don't. They run because that is what they do. I mean, do. Uh, uh, the, the second matrix, is it second or the third one where they, they find the, uh, when Neo goes and searches for the, the... Oracle. No, not the Oracle, the, the Asian dude in the white. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's looking for the Oracle and he stumbles yeah. across her uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, he, he doesn't hang around. He's not, same with the, the key maker. Yeah. The key, he don't hang around. He's, a, he's got the info. He fucks off through it all. And that's the point. And leaves Neo to do the so, fighting. So, for me, they've seemingly fixed that sort of loophole, but I really want to play it. I am going to play it at some point. I've got to get a new graphics card to run it, but... I will play it and then we will. I will report back because it, Mirror's Edge for me was... I've always liked the idea of free running in games because it just adds that element because games now are not like games were 10 years ago. No. 10 years ago, everything was 2D. You run up... You, you try well, to get in... 10 years ago, mate. We're, we're edging on 20 years ago. Well, 20 years ago. You know, everything was in 
sort of two D, two and a half. You know, the, the closest game that came to free running back then was about Prince of fucking Persia. Yeah, um, you know, we're not on about Prince of Persia: Sands of Time trilogy. No, I'm on about the side-scrolling fucking, you know, platformer. But although that's another one that did free, the Prince of Persia: Sands of Time one. Yeah, they the, did. They did do free well. running, but it was once again it was third person, and yeah. it wasn't as in depth as the Assassin's no. Creed was when they came out. Yeah, I reckon it was better, more in depth than Assassin's Creed One. Oh yeah, but by Assassin's Creed Two, they'd probably oh, yeah. fine tuned it, and now it's so fine tuned that it's one button press. Yeah. And that's that's what that was why it was that's why Assassin's Creed now flows quite well with Mirror's Edge. They've kept the split controls and that works yeah. because the game is that's the main engine of the game. You're a free runner, so it can't just be hold RT and press A to fucking run up buildings. That's not going to work. They needed to split it up. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's going to work better because that's what the main part of that game is. Obviously, Assassin's Creed, the main part of it is you run around and you kill people. Yeah. So you're an assassin. It's it's kind of in the name. Yeah, it's kind of you know it's not the same sort of thing. So, you know, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand that people. I don't know. They probably prefer the free running in Assassin's Creed. But for me, Mirror's Edge was all about the fact it was first person. They've kept that. I'm happy. I'm going to buy the game. I'm going to play it. That's Fair enough. Simple. As and that. it's not a pay-to-win game. No. Yeah, that's the thing, and that, that's why I can't stand micro purchasing. I can't. It's possibly the worst ever thing that's happened to gaming in fact in fact you you've lit right minecraft mojang now owned by microsoft have just announced that if you want to run their game on your server you can't have pay to win you're gonna have pay to play but you can't have pay to pay to win and this wasn't a big deal till recently because a couple of the big players in the pay to win have been hit by it. So they basically what you get is you would go on and you can win by not paying. It's just a shit ton harder. Yeah. So when you pay, you buy a kit, you will get a fly ability, you will get better armor given to you rather than have to go and work for it. And people are moaning. um, There's a a hashtag, blame uh, Eula, E-L-E-U-A, I think. Yeah, E-U-L-A. E-L-E-L-U-A. That's it. The European Licensing Certification sort of thing. Yeah, it's something... It's whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. Agency. So, yeah. So, they're they're blaming... They're now saying that Microsoft have ruined it. They haven't, guys. It's their game. Yeah. Just because you run a certain... Now, you can mod it to the hilt so it doesn't even look like a Minecraft game. Guess what? If you have Minecraft running anywhere in that... They can do what they want. Mm. It's their game. Yeah. And if you're moaning that they removing pay to win is not good, then go and play a pay to win game. Go and play GTA Online. That was pay to win. Uh, only if you want money. But if you want to actually level up, it's not pay to win. Yeah. You have to put the work in and do the but, missions. But go play a pay to win game. If you want to play a pay to win game, if you if you want something like Minecraft that's that's pay to win, go make your own version. Yeah. Like, stop moaning that they're going to pay ruin to, the pay game. To, if you if you if you're one of these people that only play a game so you can pay to win, you're not a gamer. No, sorry, um, gamers don't do micro purchasing. No, they just don't do it. And all, and you, all if, you have to do if a game is so based around micro purchasing, guess what? A gamer's going to go, no, mate. I've already given you 40, 50 quid for the game. I ain't going to give you another yeah. ten pound every five minutes because you want me to buy a million gold to buy this gun. Yeah. Guess what? I'll die forty thousand times. Fighting that level with this shit gun, and I will do it eventually. Yeah. 
It will happen. Because you'll get better. Look at the top two servers in Minecraft. Mineplex and Hypixel. You can pay to unlock kits on theirs. What those kits give you is next to nothing. On I don't know Mineplexes as well, but from what I understand, basically, they give you some uh, mounts that you can only use in the lobbies. So you can't even use them in-game. And they give you some in-game cash. The in-game cash, which is gems, which you can use to buy kits for the mini-games. Then you look at Hypixel. When you buy the top ranks on there, you can create your own party. Like, I know the, the top rank, uh, give, create your own party. You get the thing that says you've done it. Uh, you get a few other bits. And you also get, uh, like, on Hypixel, you get to punch an admin when they're in the lobby. Like, normally contact with other players is off, but if an admin or a mob pops in, you can punch him, and it, it's funny, it's bad. They're not pay to win. The top players on there probably do have MVP+, plus, which is the top rank you can buy, but that's not because it gives them any bet anything better, it's because it means that they've played it a long time, mm. they like the game, they've got naturally better at it. Like, the longer you play any game, the better you will get at it. So they're now good. They worked out. They spent a shed load of time on this server for free. I know. Let's chuck them 40 quid. Get the top rank. Perks don't matter to them. What You know, the coins and... The, exactly. They're just supporting but, the server. But you're moaning about the pay-to-win ones. The ones where you spend 20 quid on, on the game. On the game. And then every and then, five minutes, it's, oh, spend £1.50 to get 200 yeah, gems. And it's well, like, it's, no. No. And it's like one of them, um, the, the top kit on one of them is um, $100. I'm not spending sort of 100 quid on a game and getting the best stuff at all. Because... Yeah, the I do time, that, but the then they want, but then they don't just want that. They want you to spend 100 quid because you get the top rank, right? Yeah. Then they want another like 20, 30, 40 quid to get um, G kits, which are a thing you can unlock daily, which gives you even better gear. So you want me to spend two, three, four, five hundred quid unlocking all this stuff just so I've got a chance to win? No. No. And if you want to do that, go ahead. The thing but is, don't micro... blame Microsoft and Mojang because your exactly. favourite server is on the verge of shutting down. Because and bollocks, can't they afford it? Do you know how much these servers cost, guys? They don't cost a lot. They cost like twenty, thirty dollars a month. I know because I've got one. Yeah, me and Tropico own a Minecraft server together. We're paying for it fine. It's not a big one, but guess what? We can upgrade it if we wanted to spend an extra five, ten dollars. We don't want to. No, but, but, the, but we don't need micro again, micro purchasing came very popular as soon as the smartphone yeah. started having games on it. Yeah. Right now, you can't physically get a free smartphone game now where you can complete the game happily without buying shit. You can if you're willing to spend days and days yeah. waiting for stuff. But generally, in a mobile phone game now, if you wanna if you wanna do well in that game, you've got to buy shit. Yeah. And I don't like that because now the only way you can actually because he. What pisses me off is it's not even just in the games that you can that are free. This happens in the games that you buy. Yeah. There's only a select few. So you've spent a tenner on the game. There's only and a now select few, which are normally the PC to Android ports, yeah. like the San Andreas and stuff like that, that you buy and you don't have to pay anything ever again yeah. because it's a fucking game. But there is so many games out there now. This, I've got about I've got about six or seven installed on my phone. That I can guarantee if I go on there, the first thing it does is, oh, um, we've got a special offer. You can get a million coins. Uh, not... Ten pounds, not eight pounds, but seven pound fifty, and you're like, no, fuck no. off. 
Because I agree. Because I'm not being funny, right? But a lot of these games as well, where because um, in the games that you see it on now on the PC and things yeah. like that, they are generally they are the mobile games that they've now created a more better version, if yeah. you like. And they still keep the micro purchasing thing. And this see, is that's the one thing I'll say. Injustice's PC port did very well. It was pay. It was pay to win on the mobile. Yeah. Because it was a free mobile game. Yes. And then you bought the upgrade. When you bought the PC version. You did not pay again. No. You didn't have to. You did not buy this stuff. You did challenges and unlocked it. That's how you do a game, guys. Me and me and Callum, we grew up in the Nintendo and the Sega PlayStation and, and PlayStation eras. They didn't. Ha we didn't have internet connections to get pay to play. Pay no, to but I'm not being funny. But the pay, the play to win, the pay to win system, is only ever going to help one person. The yeah. game dev. Yeah. That is all and it's that, helping. And that's why Minecraft and Microsoft have a problem at the minute because they're charging their fifteen ninety nine or their whatever yeah, for the and game. And these other server holders are going right. Well, if you want to win on my server, then you've you got pay, to pay. You pay forty. You pay forty dollars for the top rank. That's not going to actually do anything other than give you a top rank. Then, if you want to actually be able to do shit, you've got to spend another hundred pounds so you can get diamond gear. And then you've got to spend another hundred pound so you get the best sword in the game, and then guess what? You can spend another hundred pound and we'll let you fly on the fucking server. Fuck off. For all that money you've just spent, like you've just said, you could put 30 pounds a fucking month into a server, build your own, and hey fucking presto. You can do exactly what you want. You've and just become a moderator on your own bastard server, and therefore you want to fly, guess what? You click a fucking button, job's yeah. done. Guess what, guys? We built, you, you, why do you play on these, these servers? Okay. Hypixel, Mindplex, I get it. You, they're good servers because they're full of mini games, which is. Callum's just over. killed the mic. <laughs> it's all right. We're it's, good. We're stable. Right, carry on. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> ah. so yeah, you you other than the mini game ones, you you go on the mini game ones because the mini games are literally fun and interesting. Like there's one. I don't like Minecraft. No. I will admit that I do like the PvP. Um, and death matches and stuff yeah. that you can do but in like, Minecraft because they've actually added an element yeah. to the game that like makes me interested. There's one where um, it's on Mindplex. You um, you start off. I can't remember what you start off with or what the game is even called. But you start off as like one of the bad creatures, basically. I'm dumbing this down for him, guys. Uh, you play as one of the bad creatures, and then you have to kill another person. Then you evolve into another, the next level of that right, creature, okay. and you keep and that's who wins in that. But you're not one of the normal characters running around. You're you're like a chicken or a creeper or a slug. And it's brilliant. It's fun. That's why you play on those games, because they're fun. Why do you play on these pay-to-win servers? Because you want to play a game with your friends and beat up randomers. Guess what? Start your own server, give the IP to all your mates, build a fucking arena, admin claim it, boom. There you go, you can fight your mates all day long. You if, you want to fight, if you want to fight your mates on a game where lit or go around killing random randomers just for the fucking sake of it, go and buy Call of Duty. Mm. Because I'm not being funny, you can do that on Call of Duty. Yeah. You and your mates can all get together, go into these team death matches or go into a normal death match and literally run around and work as a team, chatting on the mics, yeah. running around, killing people. If that's what you want to do, go and play fucking yeah. COD. But if you want to play Minecraft... And guess mates, what? COD's not micro-purchases, no. so you can't go on there and just go, oh, right, well, I want all the guns in the game, so I'm going to spend 64.99. Do you know what? Do you know how much it costs them to actually put all them guns in the game? Fucking probably percent, 1% of that. Yeah. That's no. the thing, guys. You've got to remember, these servers of Minecraft, they're charging 100 quid for you to get the best gear. Do you know what? They've made that money back a thousand times. These servers are not costing them... That much. That no, much. I'm not being funny, right? But no this, way. But 
on the Android, <laughs> right, there, is, there are hackers mm. that have addressed this in-app purchase issue, okay? And they've created apps such as Lucky Patcher and Game Guardian, right? Now, these apps are designed for one thing and one thing only. Get past the stupid in-app purchases so you can play the fucking game how you want to play the game. Now, Lucky Patcher will rewrite the APK and allow it to basically not go through to Google Play when you purchase something. It goes through to this Lucky Patcher server. And then if the game wants to play ball, it will allow you to basically buy whatever you want and no money will ever leave any yeah. account. Now, that is great. But I've already found... Right, because I've done it. I don't give a shit. If anyone from any game development company on the mobile wants to come and find me, come find me. You can sue me for all you want. You get a penny because that's about all I've got to my name. Um, so go for it. It'll cost you more to sue me. There you go. There you go. Penny's dropped. Right. Um, you had I've, to do I've, that, didn't yeah, you? I've actually found, right, that I did it. Tell you, first game I did it with, Jurassic, Jurassic World Park Builder game, right? I played the previous Jurassic Park builder game. I didn't like it very much because it's so micro-purchasing. This one is the exact same. So I thought, right, so how can I get past these unknown purchases? Downloaded Lucky Patch up, patched the app, started buying loads of DNA, loads of money, whatever I wanted. I got it, right? Do you know how long I kept the game after I'd done that? Two or three days? Yeah. Do you know why? Because unfortunately, once you actually get everything in these micro-purchasing apps, the game becomes very boring. Yeah. But... Then I think, well, hold on, if I'm bored after three days, and technically, by that point, if I'd have paid cash, I'd have probably been like five or six thousand pounds in debt right now, because I was buying these fucking 64.99 packs quite a lot. I thought to myself, so I've paid, I would have in effect paid about five thousand pounds to play a game that now I'm bored of after three days, and I've got everything that I wanted on that game. So, can I ask why? We all want to micro-purchase. Yes. And that's the thing, guys. Right. So, I'm going to finish this off this Microsoft Euler thing. By you going, it's Microsoft, it's Mojang, they're, they're against us. Okay. So, they've created... You, you have created a game that is a worldwide phenomenon, like Minecraft is. You charge people £15.99 or $20 or whatever it is for your game. Okay? I then take your game... I make it so that you can do a few extra bit. I, I put I built my own server for it. I put it out there. You let everyone do this. That's fine. That's what the whole game was about. I then turn around and say, okay, I want to make money off this. So I turn around and say, if you want to win on my server, you give me 20 quid and I will give you the best gear in the game. Thousands of people then start giving me 20 quid. You're in the 20 grand mark. I'm, Microsoft yeah. and Mahjong have earned nothing. nothing from this. And you, and if this is your game, you're pissed at me because I'm it, now making put it in, more let's put money. It in a couple of other, let's put it in another couple of ways. If you're a recording music artist and you go down to your recording studio and you, you decide you're going to record five songs, four of those songs are your own. One of those songs is owned by John Bon Jovi, right? You then release that album. Or Justin Bieber for you 10-year-olds. Right. You may then release that album at your next pub function and you're, you're doing well. You've sold 50 to 100 copies. Yeah. Then John Bon Jovi's lawyers hear that you're using his property to make money for you. What do you think John Bon Jovi's going to do? He's going to go, you will pay me 
or you will not use the song anymore. And yeah. that's all Microsoft have done. Yeah. They're going, you want to use my purchasing? Fine. Give me some money. Yeah. If you're not going to give me any money, we're going to take that feature out of the yeah. game. And that's basically what they've said, guys. They have said that if you want to, you cannot do, they have said outright, no more pay to win. You can do pay to play, which if these servers do it, how is that any different than pay to win? I think it's because take take the normal Minecraft. There is nothing to that game other than run around, get yourself some decent gear, build whatever the fuck you want to build. And yeah, but it. that's a, it's not those servers that are doing it. It's the servers that have got their own stuff added. Um, right, but then look at look at like you say with Hypixel yeah. and stuff. If they wanted to, I could understand why they want to be paid to play because they're offering a different version yeah. of that game. Fine, but that game isn't pay to no, win because there's no Hypi need for that. That's the thing. Hypixel and Mindplex aren't asking you for pay to play or pay to win. They're fine. They've not been touched. No, it's the pay to win servers but if they, that if they, they target. No, but you can understand that if they, yeah. if they, so because of the mini games and the yeah. death matches and stuff that, that aren't involved in normal Minecraft. If they wanted to, that'd be no different for you paying yeah. so much for a fucking World of Warcraft DLC. Yeah. Right. Fine. But when it's pay to win, you take the you take the fun out of it for the people that aren't playing to win because yeah. they want to play the fucking game. You're taking the joy out of it surely for yourself because how, how much fun can you realistically have day in, day out, sat there with all the best gear and just going into games and killing everyone? Yeah. I'm sorry, but that ain't fun. No. I mean, yes, I understand it's not particularly fun running around on these games and dying all the time because you are a worthless piece of shit. But the longer you play as a worthless piece of shit, eventually you'll become something that... It's true yeah. to the game, and, and that I, is the point. Yeah. And these pay-to-win games yeah. are—they're only de they're designed. And uh, do you know what? You want to learn about these micro-purchasing? Go and watch South Park because they did a fucking whole episode on it, and they explain the fucking moronic. Mor how, how moronic? Yeah, how moronic it is. Because there is literally they they create a game in that in that episode of South Park where literally there is nothing to the game other than buying shit. Yeah. And in they fact, show there's, there's a literal game like that. It's called DLC Quest. Yeah, and literally it's this this entire well. game is literally a micro purchase micro purchasing game. There is nothing to it. All you do is you keep buying and buying and buying and buying. Yeah, and it shows how all these kids in South Park are getting in trouble with their parents because they're spending thousands of pounds of money that they don't fucking have on games. Yeah, right. And who at the end of it benefits from that because it's not the person that's just paid the 64.99 and got the best gear in the game because I can guarantee within a week they're going to be bored as fucking shit. It is the people that created the micro purchase to go, do you know what? We'll give everyone what they want for 64.99. Yeah. 100 people do that, you've got 649 quid. 1,000 people do that, you're in 6,000 pounds. 10,000 people do that, you're in 60,000. And guess what? It's not 10,000 people doing it. It's fucking 1.2 million of people yeah. doing it. Every single time they turn on their phone and they buy a fucking thing. How much money do you think these game developers have actually got? Because when they turn around to you and say, oh, we're going to have to start cutting titles from our games because um, we don't think we can afford them, it's bullshit. Because they've got so much money from this micro-purchasing. And if you look at the app developers... Right, you look at how many of them yeah. are actually contracted to these big art named fucking game companies. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's so don't, just don't say Microsoft have done this to screw over these servers. They're Microsoft not. have tried to claim their game back and legitimately do so. Yeah. Because they're sick to death of people probably going to Microsoft, going, I've just spent $70, $70 at such and such a place so I can win Minecraft. And I have died every single time I've played it. Yeah. Minecraft. Have I mean, you've got, to you've got to remember, guys. 
one a small team, I think it was six or seven people, started the game. Okay? It got really popular on the internet. They were able to then hire more people. Then they sold it for billions to Microsoft. Who Microsoft, are one of the richest companies now, on the planet. Yeah, but that doesn't stop the fact that they spent a couple of billion dollars on a game. They now need, want their couple of billion dollars back. back. And the fact that these servers are taking these that money off them isn't right. So don't blame Microsoft. Blame these pay-to-win servers. And if you've got a problem with that, if you've got an argument, comment it. But at the end of the day, you will always be wrong because people that micro-purchase and play-to-win are not gamers. No. They're clowns that decide, I want to become the best in this game with no work at all, just so I can kill everyone. And once I've done that, I'm not going to play the game again. Yeah. You see it every single day in any mobile phone game. Take games such as Slither.io. There are people that mod that just so when they start, they are already at the maximum mm. max, just so they can win. There's no need to do that shit. The games are supposed to be fun without the micro-purchasing. Yeah. Right? Like, I know people that spend probably 10, 15 pounds at least a day on Candy Crush and Bubble Witch, just so they've got more power-ups to complete the levels. Do you know what? I've been playing um, Candy Camp Story on my Microsoft phone, right? I'm only like 25 levels in, right? I haven't bought anything, and I'm struggling on one level I have been for like a day and a half. Do you know what? I'm going to continue to yeah. do that level. Even if I only put the level on once every hour, because it's frustrating, yeah. I will continue to play that game until I get past it. And if I don't get past it in a couple of weeks, guess what? I'll stop playing yeah. the game. I mean, can you imagine, right? You you just bought, say, you bought Amnesia. No no DLC for it. No micro No nothing. And then say you hit the bit where you've got to run through the water from the water monster. Say you died on that three, four times. And then all of a sudden a screen popped up. Pay five ninety nine, and you will be able to run twice as fast. For no. that one little part in the game as well, more than likely. No. No. Just keep fucking trying. And you'll do it. And if you don't, like I say, then obviously that game's not for you. Yeah. I'm not being funny, but not everyone. I, I love playing games like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I am not the best Assassin's Creed player no. in the world. And it's been proven because I've been online on Assassin's Creed and I get killed 99% of the time because I am not that good at Assassin's Creed. I love the games, don't get me wrong. I spend hours. Whenever the game comes out, I spend hours get on the game, getting as much fucking experience on that game as I can. But if they then decided that they were going to add in Assassin's Creed, because obviously the only way to get some of the best armor and weapons in Assassin's Creed is actually go around and get the collectibles. If they decided in Assassin's Creed that, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game, they were going to say, you can pay $15 now and we will give you the best armor in the game. Would I do it? No, why? No. Because there's no point, because at that point in the game, you don't need the best armor in the fucking game. You need the best armor in the game? Probably never, because I've played some of the Assassin's Creed games and I've never upgraded the health and still beat the game because you get periodical updates that happen anyway and you yeah. can't stop them. So the micro-purchasing thing and in it, I understand people don't like losing. I understand people want to be able to do well in a game. If they've bought the game for £1.50 or they've bought the game for 20 quid, they want to be able to do well at the game. But you can only do well at a game if you actually put time into that game. It's yeah. like, you don't, you can't go down to the DVLA and go, I will give you 64.99, and you will give me a driver's license. You have to prove you, you can do it. You have to prove you can do it. And I expect that on any game. Yeah. If, if 
you know, at the end of the day, you should, if you can't play the game, don't play the game. It's as simple as that. If you yeah. want to play the game, then continue to die and continue to lose until you do it. And you'll learn, guys. And it'll be funny. You'll feel a better feel. You'll yeah. feel a better sense of satisfaction because you've actually put time into something. Yeah. Then you go in, oh, where's my credit card? And I'll just, you know, I'll yeah. whack a £10 charge on it just because and I want to get the past thing. this. On bit. these pay to win servers, 99% of them, you can find the best gear as well if you'd spend time on it. Guys, I'm not being funny, but I would rather, on most of these games that have got the micro-purchasing, I'm not talking about your Candy Crush and stuff like that, because they're not story-based games, but story-based games that have got micro-purchasing in them, those micro-purchasing is just basically normally to give you more experience points to defeat the enemy's ETR, or it's better weapons, or better armor, better whatever, right? If you want to buy something to help you get better at that game, go down to your local bookshop, like Waterstones, go to the gaming section and buy the fucking walkthrough. Yeah. Or better yet, go online, go to GameSpot or to fucking any bloody cheats website and I can guarantee there'll be about 40 fully played through walkthroughs, each single one of them, probably the exact same fucking information, just done in a different order. And guess what? One walkthrough, if you go and buy the actual book copy of a walkthrough, you're probably paying 16.99, right? And I'm not being funny, I'd rather pay $16.99 to sit and read a walkthrough while I'm playing the game than pay $16.99 to get the best gun in the game and still die because I don't know where the fuck I'm going and I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. It's simple. That's the thing, guys. I mean, I, I don't like CSGO, but I've played it a few times for fun, like. I've taken out people with the best guns in that game. Yeah. And do you know why? Because I got a lucky fucking shot. Yeah, you get noobs that go onto COD that have never played COD before and all of a sudden they're killing the people that have got the highest ratings in the game. And they're calling hackers and guess what? They're not hackers. They're not hackers. They're just it's good. just because they've already they've already played the previous games. They know what the games are like. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They just, and they, it's just you experience. You can just be good at yeah, certain exactly. games. I mean, at the end of the day, micro-purchasing in my eyes needs to stop. There yeah. needs to be put... There needs to be some sort of regulation on it. Yeah. I've downloaded a game, right, on my phone. It's had uh, probably 10, 15,000 downloads. It's old, don't get me wrong, it's about two years old, but no one's thought to play it, right? The in-app purchasing in that game, right, for you to get an extra 2.2 kilobillions worth of money, right, costs 36.95. I can guarantee you will spend that two kilobillion in around about 10 seconds. Yeah. So what is the point? Yeah. Right? But yeah, so stop moaning that but your game's been ruined. It hasn't. They've just actually bought the game back to what the game was originally yeah. intentioned to be. They want to make their money back. If these server owners want to make their money, they've said, make it pay to play. You can make it pay to play, you cannot make it pay to win. That is fine. But even then, I still think that on these pay to play servers, Microsoft should still be asking for at least 15% in royalties. See, if they don't want to do that, that's fine. That's their call, but... but um, no, but yeah. going back on what you were saying, how's any different if it's pay to play than pay to win? If, it is. If they're not take, no, no, no. But yeah. what I'm saying is if they're not taking any money from it, then surely they'd stop that as well because they're already paying to play. I think I personally think they're going to do it in stages. But I think that really what they should do is that if it's going to be pay to play on each of these servers, 10 to 15% of that entry fee goes to Microsoft. Mm. It's their And game. Microsoft set the limits. Yeah. Set what you charge for it. Yeah. But they Microsoft don't could say we are not going to allow you to charge any extra than £10 to go mm. onto your server because they've already paid... Fifteen ninety nine for the game. Uh, so yeah, don't don't moan at me saying that Microsoft are wrong. And don't get me wrong, they're not. Microsoft they are, own the game. They can don't do get me wrong, Microsoft are bastards because you know yeah. they've made their Office software, for instance, a pay per year service rather than you yeah. buy a copy and you've got it. So don't get me wrong, Microsoft do do micro purchasing, but they do it tactfully yeah. in a way that they can get away with it. But 
when it comes to Minecraft, I'm sorry. These servers don't own the game. But the, servers, do, the servers don't own anything if of they, the game. If they, they have own, a server that yeah. has their game on it. If they own the server and their own game on it, fine. I'm not being funny. I have no problem. I'm not being funny, right? But there is... There is like 4 million Android apps that are all based on Minecraft. They're not Minecraft. Mm. They've got elements of Minecraft in it, but it's not Minecraft, right? Yeah. And those games have got nothing to do with Microsoft or Mahjong. They've yeah. got nothing to do with anything, right? If they can design those in their bedrooms for an Android phone, how hard, realistically, do you think it is to build one on your PC? Probably not that fucking hard. Yeah. So if they want to do micropayments, they're going to move game. Stop whinging about it and stop saying blame Eula. It's not their fault. They've got, they're, they're just the licensing authority. Yeah. They have to make sure that they step in when a company, a games company, has a legitimate concern. Microsoft have a legitimate concern. They're losing money because people are stealing it, in effect, from yeah. them. And that is and what the problem is. And Microsoft is. have been, every game they per, Microsoft have personally released has never been paid a win. No, no, because and it's they don't, all about they skill. Because they don't like it. You want to, don't get me wrong, Microsoft win? add cheats into their games yeah. so you can cheat to win because Age of Empires, for instance, yeah. which was Microsoft's pinnacle fucking game franchise, every single game had the pretty much the exact same fucking cheat codes. Yeah. Because they didn't they, they understand people want to cheat to win, but that's fine. But paying to win is basic stupidity. It's boring. So yeah, that's that. But right, right we're gonna, we're gonna come come finish off, off now with the stories. And uh, get on with some news, guys. So um, we're going to start off. I've chosen these new stories because I chose them before Anthony even turned up. Yep. Uh, I've chosen five. Each one of them is relatively interesting. Um, Anthony, I will send the links to you later because no doubt you'll want to put pictures yep. and stuff off 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 these links. Um, so we're going to start off now, and the 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 headline for this one is that's not how you're supposed to do it, which is obviously hilarious because it doesn't tell you what it's about. It's only when you see the pictures that you realise what they're going on about. This is basically a bloke who has set up a what looks to be a pallet and an open door, stretched a ladder across the two of them, got his mate to hold it while he is bricklaying on this ladder. Now, for me, I don't understand how, for a start off, that ladder hasn't slid because there is nothing that's stopping that ladder from sliding. Three ladders, a few bricks, and what looks like a bag of cement and a rickety fence... Yeah, it's just this builder putting in bricks. But he is full on bricklay, and there's two lads there that are just watching him. Probably going, what the fuck? Yeah, there's one lad that's holding the ladder. I don't know what the fucking holding the ladder's going to do. That ladder looks like it's going to go at any fucking point. I know, right? They've used some sort of metal pole to hold the pallet I think that might place. be another ladder, but... Um, no, there's a ladder there, but there's some sort of pole here oh, that's holding right. that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they've trapped the rung in between the pallet's two layers, but either way, that is the most... I mean, come on. We work for, we've worked for a sound engineering company. We've done some fucking oh, stupid yeah, we've stuff. Piling chairs on top of tables to get into the rafters. You know, but We've done that, but nothing as stupid as that, fucker. I mean, yours, when you see the pictures, um, you, Just, will, you, won't, you yeah. won't believe how stupid these people are. And it is hilarious, really, how these people are still alive. And it makes you wonder. I mean, obviously, he's going to be... He's not going to be working for a big firm. For a start, if he's not got a hard hat on. Yeah. And he's um, laying bricks. And he's laying bricks. But if you can imagine, if it, let's say an off-duty health and safety inspector for the council decided to just walk past that. To, uh, that or even on-duty. Or even on-duty. But let's go with off-duty, because by the looks of it, it doesn't look in an area that would normally get on-duty visitors. You know, let's say he was walking past and he's seen that. I can guarantee that builder would never be able to work anywhere near a building no site way. or anything ever again, because that he's putting his own life at risk. He's putting the life of the guy who's holding the ladder at risk. 
The two guys that are stood there watching, I mean, one of them looks bored as shit. He's got his fucking hands behind his back. Like, oh, yeah, look at what they're doing, yeah. I don't give a fuck. But it's, that, that said, he appeared quite comfortable on the ladders using him that way. Well, it doesn't matter if he looked quite comfortable. I mean, if he's doing that regularly, he's going to end up killing somebody. Yeah, he wants either, Sorry, if he, he slips from short, that. He wants a short steps or he wants a... Um, now, don't get me wrong. He's probably... He's probably at most... What seven foot eight? He's not foot even in the that, air. mate. They're normal doors. He, he's yeah, no, but that door's got it's got one. It's got oh, like right. a step up. But uh, so hold on, say, say call you, it seven foot. Your average guy is six foot, right? That guy there's about say say he's six foot tall. That guy holding the ladder. So he's about seven foot. Up. He's he's no more than seven foot. Right. So he's no, obviously his head is quite a lot higher. Yeah. Where his feet are, it's about seven foot off the ground. So he's not going to hurt so himself. But he's not. No. But he has got bricks in his hand. He has got a trowel in his hand. And if he went fucking arse over tit on that bastard and he swung down with that trial and hit that guy in the face it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt and it could potentially if he missed and he hit his throat yeah. it could kill so you know stop being thick when you do this guys you know people like this make me boil because it's just like why the fuck are you that stupid like really yeah really you know um, but yeah so you'll see the pictures and I'm sure you'll agree this guy is a complete and utter dickhead so this next story is basically um, about dinosaurs would you believe oh. Uh, Dinosaurs actually had fluffy feathers and cooed rather than ro So this is going to be on about a specific dinosaur. No, no, this is what? on about this is on about basically all of the dinosaur stories we've heard are almost bullshit. Now the thing is, whenever people think dinosaurs, the first thing that they think of is Jurassic Park. Now Jurassic Park actually fixed their continuity error with what dinosaurs were supposed to look like yeah. in the last film, Jurassic World, because he said if we design these dinosaurs to look how they actually looked, they would look very, very different. So he fixed that continuity error. But what they're saying is, is because we all know now that birds are basically ancestor, you know, evolutionary ancestors of dinosaurs, they're saying that they probably would have had a lot more characteristics than what we are believing them to have had of birds. Now, the BBC with their walking with dinosaurs series showed many, many times that, you know, at the end of the day, they did have feathers and they weren't reptilian, they were more bird-like type creatures. They were still reptilian enough to, you know, have the scales and whatnot. But what this is saying is that they've been analysing birds um, cl more closely and, you know, using their sorts of noises and comparing their vocal cord ability yeah. with found fossils and bones of these dinosaurs. And they're showing that actually, what when we're thinking of a T-Rex roaring really loud, what, what they're actually saying is it probably would have sounded more like a bird squawking, like a hawk squawking, than a roar that we would expect to hear from such a massive beast. But I think once again, with these sorts of things, people look more at the films yeah. and go, that's what a dinosaur looks like. You know, See, I think, I think the reason that... Like a lot of people think of the roar is because of things like the um, the alligators, because they do make a roaring yeah. sound, and they were around back then. So what I'm gonna say in my two cents is, they're probably not wrong with that there were cooing dinosaurs, but I also think there were ones that did sort of. Well, the thing is, like, is more that, like an alligator's crocodile. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is that if look at what they've done is they've basically tried to look more at the way that a bird's designed and a way that the dinosaurs would have potentially evolved into them. Yeah. And what they're saying is is that the look that has been portrayed through the media of dinosaurs, and even in the fucking Natural History Museum... Well, that, I think that's because I'm, when this stuff was designed, the only things that we had were even close were crocodiles Yeah, exactly. And, and I think and I think the thing is, is that we weren't around no. back there. We've and, got 
everything, I'm not being funny, but everything we know, in quotes, about yeah. dinosaurs is possibly all bullshit. Yeah. Until they could someone... have sat around going, hello, Henry, do you want to a cup of exactly. tea? Exactly. So until we actually get to the point of time travel, yeah. which, you know, as, as they all say, if it's going to happen, it's already happened. Mm-hmm. When we get to the point of time travel, if we get to the point of time travel, I can almost guarantee that one of the first trips that will happen is back to prehistoric. Mm. See what I'm gonna say Times is like see I don't think they're wrong, on, but I think again, look at look at the way things have evolved that we know now. You have got in Australia, you have kangaroos, you have wallabies, you have nothing like them anywhere else on Earth. You go to the the equator, you've got those little lizards that can't survive if it drops a couple of degrees. Mm-hmm. You come up north, you've got bears and wolves. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be like that. So there probably were dinosaurs with feathers. They were in one place. Maybe around the equator, there were the scaly lizards we all know and love. That That's going to be my, my theory. The thing is, is that, as I've said, we're never going to know until tribe travel exists. Yeah. What dinosaurs were, what they did, how they acted, because everything is based on theory that... Fair enough, I'm not saying it's bullshit theory, it's because all, a lot of the theory yeah. that's been done has been done by the, the people that are tops in the field. They've you know, they've looked at where the, where dinosaurs went to, so the birds is yeah. the main theory. They've looked at how birds behaved and they've transgressed that into how dinosaurs would potentially behave. They've looked at where how many fossils were found in a certain area to yeah. carry if they were lived in packs or if they were lonesome creatures. So everything is based on research, but unfortunately, how can you research something that died several day, billion years ago? At the ago? end of the day, all they know is guesses. Yeah. They're educated guesses. They're doing their well, best. Well, some of them are. But at the end of the day, it's a guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a man's best guess. And what, so what they're saying here is that from what they've looked at, um, you know, these dinosaurs, or some of these dinosaurs, were more likely to look more like bird-like and possibly even sound bird-like rather than being these roaring, terrifying, clawy green lizards that they've always been portrayed as in the films. And they're trying to show that from from further understanding and what what they can now do with the technology that they've got, you know, they can now 3D print bones. Yeah. They can, you know, they can use technology to graft what, you know, what sort of skin and muscle textures would have been on those bones, looking at animals that would resemble them quite closely, like birds and things like that. So, you know, because what they, what, I mean, one thing that they found a lot of the time was that with crocodiles, for instance, they've got solid bone, whereas yeah. most of the dinosaurs that they've ever found have had hollow bones, very much like birds. So it would show possibly, you know, with more and more research as time goes on, that, you know, dinosaurs were more bird-like and the reptilians that we know, the crocodilians and the alligators and stuff, were yes, a small were, minority. were a smaller minority and managed to survive because of their high ability to adapt. Yeah. Um, like sharks, because obviously, you know... Sharks are some of the oldest creatures we've Sharks, got. Sharks are also from around about... Obviously, they're a lot smaller be, than what they used to do. But they, you know, there was like the they're, megalodons and stuff yeah. like that that were water-based creatures that the sharks basically evolved into. They became smaller, streamlined, yeah. and more able to catch the prey that was on offer. So, I think really anyone that looks at this story shouldn't be going, oh, well, it's all bullshit. They couldn't have had feathers because I've seen Jurassic World. Well, I'm sorry, Jurassic World was even another said, guess. said in there that if we design these dinosaurs to look like what we believe them to look like, they'd look very different. He said that there, there and then because they knew. When Jurassic Park, the first one came out, they got a lot of shit for how the dinosaurs looked. Yeah. They said, no, don't get me wrong, the dinosaurs looked amazing. And don't get me wrong, you can stick Jurassic Park on now, and I'm not being funny, the, the graphics in that film look like something mm. of today. They're still, they're very timeless in the way that it's been done, but 
the end of the day, that was how they wanted to make dinosaurs yeah. look because they were making dinosaurs look like the, you know, the stereotyped big green lizardy looking and a thing lot of these to make come, money. A lot of these come um, from 18th century texts and from Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're never going to know what dinosaurs look like until we develop time yeah. travel. If time travel exists already, then, you know, at the end of the day... Hi, future people. Hi, you know, but at the end of the day, this, once again, it's a very best guess. It's possibly closer to the truth than what some of the guesses have been in, you know, the last 30, 40 years. But in the same time, it is just another guess and it won't be taken as gospel. But you do see now more and more in films and things like that where there are dinosaurs. Take Jurassic Park out of the picture and its franchise. But... Even in TV series where they had Doctor Who and they had they had dinosaurs in Doctor Who, they turned the rap they turned things like raptors and animals that they knew to have feathers into those animals. Yeah. And over the next hundred years, when technology does get better, we might find that all of these pictures were all bullshit anyway. And Jurassic World was the closest thing, but we will never know. Or may maybe they look completely different. Yeah, we'll never know. May maybe and they were covered think... in something that was closer to what we know as wood. Exactly. We don't fucking. And I think know. for me. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, people that study this paleontology stuff and they go back through time and they look at this stuff, I'm sure that they enjoy their job very much. But for me, I think we could be looking at stuff that's more closer to yeah. now that could potentially help us now than looking at a beast that died so many billion years ago because unfortunately, although they span the earth for a very long time, it was their time to end. Yeah. So, you know... On a side note, maybe it's time many of the humans did the same. Yes, possibly. Um, anyway, moving on. So we'll move on. This is uh, the headline for this is off grid in quotes. Parents who refuse medicine, homeschool, and breastfeed their son who is aged five. Now these are these sorts of hippie motherfuckers that you hear going, "Oh no, I don't vaccinate my kids because they get autistic." Basically, uh, they won't. There's been no proof of no. link, but there you go. So this is Adele and Matt Allen believe in natural upbringing so much so that they're with their, uh, when their two children, Ulysses and Ostara, so you know the hippie motherfuckers, uh, were born, their umbilical cords were left to fall off naturally. It is known as a lotus birth. Now, for me, childbirth is one of them things that, yes, you can do it naturally, and they are now recommending that you do do it at home, but there is so much that can go wrong in childbirth that... A hospital really is the best place to have it. Sorry, right, for a minute I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, I don't well. know specifically what, but I was going to say how many kids have you given birth to? No, but at the end of the day, you know, they do say... Yeah. At the moment, home birthing is something that they're trying to get more of because they're saying it is a more comfortable experience. But at the same time, I would rather have it in a hospital, have yeah. it be less comfortable and know that if something was to go wrong, like when my daughter was born, it did go wrong. There was people there to sort it out. If yeah. there hadn't been people there to sort it out, I'd have been, you know, had my baby in my arms in this house and my partner would have bled to death. You know? So at the end of the day, fine. But... And you, you are in a really weird position because you're quite away from any hospital. Yeah, exactly. So an ambulance wouldn't have made it. No, exactly. It'd have it straight away, but... I understand breastfeeding and I, I openly... Yeah. You know, promote breastfeeding. I think anyone that tells you in the middle of the street that you should that you're dirty and you're a whore or whatever, Can they need a good go smash in the face. But with a brick. At the end of the day, five years old is a bit too much. Most people wean their children off breastfeeding around the two mark, two at three. Most. You know, three it's not unknown for three, but for five, 
That's a little bit wrong. Reminds me of them stories here about the Americans. 38-year-old still gets breast. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they've shunned modern medicine. She continues to feed their um, five-year-old son at home. They plan to homeschool. Now, don't get me wrong. I know a couple of homeschool kids. But even then, they end up in the normal schoolery system because they needed the qualifications to get yeah. by in life. They have to go back when they're older because their parents fucked it. Um, you know, I mean, this this is a couple from Brighton. They're using this off-the-grid parenting. So, you know, I understand that they want to use... They don't want to use conventional modern medicine, right? Fine. Right? That's every person's right to deny yeah. the right to medicine. But it's not your right to defy... To, to not allow your child to have the best of the best. Yeah. And I think that by giving them these homeo uh, homeopathic remedies, which... Unfortunately, no matter how much research you think you've done on them, the scientists that have done research on these have found that they really have no effect. Well, that's the thing. There's a, there's a line in a song and it's... Um, alternate medicine is medicine that has not yet been proved to work or been proved not to work. Do you know what they call alternate medicine that has been proved to work? Medicine. medicine. Yeah. So she gave both, both, both of her children with, that, with no medical intervention and uh, unassisted apart from having her husband Matt by her side. She said, the thought of giving birth in a hospital just didn't appeal to me. That's fine, right? That's fine. Home births are now, you know, the sort yeah. of in thing again like they were years ago. Also, the interventions, I think, can be gently nudged on when you are in a very vulnerable state. Mm, no, I think that if they offer you the pain medication and you deny it, then they don't push for it because it's your choice. Yeah. If you're in there and your baby gets stuck and they're unable to push for that, for you to push that baby out, yes, they will get forceps in there because that child staying in you presents a risk to you and the child. Yeah. So, but once again, each to their own in regards of, you know, not going to hospital for that, that's absolutely fine. Leaving the umbilical cord and the placenta, okay, attached to your child presents a very big risk for infection, yeah. if nothing else. Now, what it looks like here is that they've uh, placed in a cupboard. covered it in rose petals and salt to cover the smell of it. So the salt will at least preserve it, but then again... It helps it dry. But even then, surely that salt that is going to infuse in there, that umbilical cord still attached to your kid, which means that they're going to get a higher salt intake, surely? Yeah, you would think that. Um... About six days for the umbilical cord to fall off naturally. You wrap it up, keep it clean, and it falls away and forms a perfect belly button. Well, so does clamping it, I'm sorry. Um, I don't In my knowledge, here's the one. In my knowledge, it's perfectly safe. Well, in my knowledge, it can turn your child into a T-Rex. In my knowledge, go. it's perfectly safe to put a working chainsaw on top of your hand. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Right, Adele feels very strongly about full-term breastfeeding and her five-year son still re regularly feeds from Adele's... From Adele for comfort. Yeah, from Adele for comfort. Yeah, but... He's five. He's five. You know, when he starts school, you ain't breastfeeding him for shit. Oh, no, he's not starting uh, school because you're going to keep him at home. Do you know what your child is going to turn into? He's going to turn into someone who has no social skills, that is demanding titty... Uh, 10, 15 Bitchy. years of age. Yeah, exactly. He's going to turn into fucking Alice from Little Britain. I'm sorry, but he is. Um, I don't... From I'm not saying... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we looking at? Uh, third line down. Third, third paragraph down. Aside from a hospital trip with Ulysses following an asthma... So he's got fucking asthma. 
So he's got asthma, so that kid could potentially wake up in the middle of the night, have an asthma attack and die. Yeah. Simple as that. And then I don't hope that happens because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not their, it's this kid's fault that their mum's, that his mum and his dad are whack jobs. And they are. I'm sorry, if you take offence to that, I don't give a shit. At the end of the day, there is a reason that we send our children to school because they learn not just... Alright, don't get me wrong, the school system's fucked. Yes, but at the end of the day, you don't just send your kids to school to get... A physical education. No. You send your kids to school to get social skills. Yeah. To learn how to communicate with other people. To learn how to deal with conflict. School isn't just about, here's maths, here's English, here's science. Learn, learn, learn. It's about learning social skill. That kid is not going to learn social no. skill. Um, and I'm sorry, they're not, right? Um, there's a reason that this hospital's put in place. Because it means that if you are going to give birth, you can be in a safe environment. If anything goes wrong, and they can look after And he had an asthma it. attack. Which means he's had asthma probably since birth. When they, if they'd done it at the hospital, he'd have been tested and they could have detected. I don't really see what that there's any. What other... if he was fucking diabetic? They ain't gonna know that till he's dead, are they? Adele said, "I don't really see that there is any need other than using breastfeeding to supplement them." Well, I'm sorry, but he's five. He can eat plenty he needs of food, meats, and proteins, and we've got an autumn back. Um, Give us ten minutes, sweetheart. Yeah, and we'll be right with you. That's not our okay. children coming in contact with the germ naturally, anyway. Okay. At the end of the day, uh, distrusting of monomedicine, Adele prefers to treat her youngsters' ailment naturally using breast milk in their eyes to cure eye infections and serving them lemon juice when they have a cold. Fine. Right, breast that, milk that... to the eyes, fine. We all know that breast milk is full of antibodies. Fine, fair enough. But at the end of the day, the lemon juice for a cold, vitamin C is going to work. There's not really anything you can you give for a, for a cold anyway. So, yeah, again, fair enough. Fair enough. But... To not take them to a doctor is ridiculous. To not have them medically treated when they've just been found out to have a medical um, ailment if is ridiculous. If I had something serious like cancer, I would definitely take the natural... Then I'm sorry you'll be dead in six months. Yeah, bye. Bye, have a wonderful time. But you say, when she says something like, if I had something serious like cancer, I would definitely take the natural path. I've wholeheartedly faith in it now and I've experienced enough of it to know that it's the way forward. If it was the way forward, we wouldn't have modern medicine. Yeah. Sorry, we wouldn't have moral medicine. And there has been people that have been through the chemotherapies and yeah, fine, f fine, fair enough. It doesn't always work. Yeah, and there have been <coughs> people where they've taken natural options and it's worked. <coughs> but still... The most natural option for fighting cancer, according to the US currently, is to smoke cannabis. Or take cannabis I, I, oil. I'll I, I tell you what, I'll tell you the most natural way to deal with cancer. If they want to go really natural, fucking die by it. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, that's what people did. Um, it works quite nicely for us. Normally, we put the baby down to sleep first because uh, they all sleep in the same room. You see, um, Yuli pretty much picks up his uh, picks up at his own bedtime. But as we don't have a school routine in the morning, then he's able to wake up when it suits him. So this kid is going to be lazy. He's going to have no social skills. He's going to have no real educational skills. And because I, I'm not being funny, homeschooling only goes so far. Um, He's not going to. He's not going to turn out the well, best. The thing I'm sorry. Is, what, what education have they got? So they say, let, let's 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 go out on a limb and say they've got. They've both got a university education. One of them's got it in maths. The other's got it in English. Yeah. So let's say they can. They could. Yeah. Have either of them got a degree in teaching? Well, let's no. let's say that. You know, let let's go out on a limb. They they could probably teach that kid logically. Pretty well, close enough to survive. It's about ten or eleven. They could potentially. They could potentially instilling him the basic information he's going to need to survive in life so basic maths basic english basic science basic cooking cleaning household type stuff and bit of politics and that's about it thing. right but for him to be able to then go well i want to be i want to be prime minister or i want to be even 
I want to be a mechanic. Yeah. What if he wants to be a mechanic? Exactly. He's going to have to He's got to, to go, go to the schools because then, they can't teach it. But not just that. He's then, he's first going to have to go to college to get the education. I absolutely in the agree. I absolutely agree. To then go and do his exactly. Mechanics. But I absolutely agree with what she's saying here. We basically spend lots of time in nature. It's more important to us that they they uh, learn to interact with animals and plants and learn about the environment than it is for them to have big sets of plastic toys. Fine. Full on. Completely agree. All right. Fine. That's about the only piece of information so far I've um, you know agreed with. Agree with. Astara likes to play with wood lice in the mud. Fine. In the park there is a big herb patch. And she likes to pick out and eat the mint leaves. Fine, whatever. She's a kid. Or at this young age, she's thinking about what she can pick from nature and eat. Well, no, she's a kid. Anything in nature, she's going to pick up and put in her mouth. She, she finds eat. a wood lice. I'm pretty sure she's put one in her mouth before now. She finds a snail. I'm pretty sure that's going to end up in her mouth as well. So, sorry, all kids pick shit up and eat Parents it. Parents accept the reading right around, but do not want learning to be forced upon. So, what are they going to do? Ulysses can only recognise basic letters and numbers. So at five, he is supposed to be taught by the, by the school system how to basically read. And so far, he hasn't learned He can barely yet. understand a letter. I don't have an issue with that. I, there is no need for him to be able to read and write at this age anyway. Well, of course there is. Because if you want him to get the best education, learning isn't, to read and write... Isn't one of them a writer? Possibly. I swear it said earlier but, on one of them was a writer. But like, but even so then, I'm not being funny. They, they, teach, went... they teach kids the basics of reading, writing and stuff like that early because kids can pick it up earlier yeah and then retain that information so now they're going to have a trouble when he's sort of nine ten they see letters on drain covers and numbers on signs then learning ha uh, and then learning happens as a consequence of just being out in the world rather than it being forced upon them in the classroom sorry i've been to school anthony's been to school most of the people that we know have been to school and learning isn't forced upon you at all. You Yes, you have if to you, go... If you don't want to learn, the, the then teacher can, will point to the door and go... You can happily get out. At the end of the day, the school system is there not just to learn about academics, it's there to learn about social, yeah. social being sociable and learn how to the, deal with the things. The parents don't worry that non-traditional schooling will affect... It will indeed, because you... I'm not being funny, right? I got a high school, I got a high school education, right? At the end of the day, phone, I understand that you don't necessarily need a great deal of education to get certain jobs. But the jobs that this kid's probably going to want to do, what he's talking about now, I want to be an astronaut, I want to go into space, all that sort of stuff. You need a fucking good education. Yeah. I think, I again, I think homeschool kids are very successful entrepreneurs. I'm sorry. I will point at you right now. Look <coughs> at everyone who is involved in the British government, in British politics. They all went to, the, they all went to some of the best schools in the country. Yeah. Are any of those homes? Despite spending most of their time outdoors, Adela might have decided not they to smother their children in sun cream. They do want to build their own businesses. Not well, that's fine. But if you want to do that, you need to know finance. You need to know accounting. Yeah. I've done this. Shit, I don't guys, agree with that. And I don't. I didn't learn this at school. And honestly, I think that learning accounting is one of the hardest things. So I understand that the kids outside Despite all the time, and they're saying that they do not smother their children in sun cream the way that you, parents usually do. I'm kid, sorry. I'll be at your funeral, mate. When I'm you get sorry, skin but the kids have got really sensitive skin. And I mean, look at them. They look like milk bottles anyway. And the reason that they're supposed to have sun cream is to stop their skin from burning and to help limit the risk of getting skin We cancer. don't believe it protects you from... Uh, yes, it does, because it protects you from the UV rays. Okay, this woman is an idiot. Adele writes a blog on natural parenting. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you've got some other hippies on there. And she and Matt are... I've got such a fantastic connection and bond with most of them and they know who we are more than just being mum and dada. It's a much deeper connection than that. I'm sorry, I've got kids and you get a connection with them whether they call the you mum. The family are currently saving to migrate to Costa Rica to live in... 
Oh, Jesus. Good. So, bye. 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 So, have a wonderful time. Uh, the greenparent.co.uk have said tales from a couple with a one-year boy living in by a seaside in a chilly house lit by candles and warmed by a fire. Their clothes are hand-washed each night and dried on the range. Uh, entertainment is crafts or knitting with computers and films only available once in a while when there's, when there's enough solar power. Off the grid, baby.com have said couple living with a two-year-old little girl on an island for the past four years. Uh, the Techno Earth Mother... Uh, a freelance designer blogs about traditional natural eating, managing to trade work for things like beautiful clothes, healing potions and vegetables. She also talks about health vac vaccinations, earth coating and worms. Homestead Honey have got a case where they're saying inspiration for a radical homestead for going off the grid, living uh, with sections no of building your own home, living successfully off the grid and growing your own homeschooling. So these are sites that have been set up to help you do this type of off the grid parenting. Yeah. Now that's fine because you know everyone if they're gonna if they're gonna try this then it is still each to their own it's the wrong decision but um, if they're gonna do it it's their own decision. But for fuck's sake, guys! But, if you want to do it, if you want to live in the woods you and can, live off nature, do it safely. Sun cream is, is a is a thing. If you don't want to buy the stuff off the shelves, right? Go on Google. Google how to make sun cream. If you want to make the most basics of sun cream, look at the humble pig. Because the humble pig has very, very yeah. sensitive skin, and the reason that they cover themselves Wallow in mud in, yeah. is to stop their skin from burning. Yeah. So, so there you go. There you guys. go. You can use mud but to, as a sun you, cream. The, these parents, honestly, I can't wait for something to happen and social services get involved. Yeah. Unless they've moved to Costa Rica by that. Well, they'll have to prove that they can cope anyway. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on to the next story now. Them off the grid parents are wacko hippies. So the next prisoner this... attempts suicide after serving nine years for a sixteen-month sentence. Yes, this is basically how the prison system in this country fails. Right. So this guy was sent to prison for sixteen months on a sixteen-month sentence for two attempted robberies. Right. Okay? He's currently still in prison, actually, after nine years. Um, because they reckon he self-harms and therefore is not fit to re-enter society. So what they're saying is, is all of you emo motherfuckers, you better get to prison. But what they're saying is because he's a possessor, he poses a risk to himself because he self-harms. Why do you think he self-harms there? I think he self-harms because he's been in prison for seven, seven years longer than he's supposed to have been in fucking prison. That would make anyone want to self-harm and commit suicide. They're saying... Um, And when plans uh, to move him to an open prison were shelved, he tried to slit his... Well, no, he I didn't try, sorry. He slit his throat. So what they're saying is he's not suitable for release because he poses a risk to himself because he self-harms. When the, Every time they tell him he's not being released, he tries to commit suicide. Why do you think that is? Because he's been in prison for seven years longer than what he's supposed to be in prison for. Um, Maurice said, Weatherspoon of Scottswood, Newcastle, has nothing to live for. Well, I'm pretty sure he doesn't because the two attempted robberies, after 16 months, he potentially, because he was young enough, he was 18, he could potentially have turned his life around. Yeah. He's now got nine years worth of prison time on his, um, on his belt. And by the sounds of it, he ain't getting out of prison anytime soon. Then he's never going to be able to re-enter society because his life is fucked because the prison system has screwed him over. I'm sorry, but it has. They've said he has not been knocked back about five times by the parole board, but in February they said he would be eligible for a category, category, uh, category D open prison. Thank you, let me get your teeth in. But a week or two later, inside probation, said he wasn't suitable, she had only met him twice, and she doesn't know him to make a decision like this. Um, in late March, he slit his throat with a razor blade, and he's got the scars to prove so. He cut his throat with a razor about seven or eight times. I didn't know what he would do next. You can tell he's hurting inside. 
Imprisonment for Public Protection Act is the IPP sentence was in force in England uh, in Wales between 2005 and 2012, which means it is no longer a, a legislation. Yeah. Um, it was intended to protect the public against criminals whose crimes were not serious enough to merit a normal life sentence, but were who were regarded as dangerous to be released when their sentence expired. The sentence was used far more widely than intended, authorities said. Thousands of prisoners are still serving an IPP sentence and are, um, and are several years over the minimum sentence they were given. So basically what this is, is that they've proven that once you're in the prison system, you don't get out. Yeah, they put a, they put a piece of legislation in place to try and stop people from going out and just killing themselves and hurting other people in the process. And now all they've done is they've now made it. So these people that are now stuck in the prisons are currently never going to be able to get out of them because they self-harm because they're being kept in prison longer than what they're supposed to be. Yeah. So once again, well done British politics, well done British prison system, you have fucked over the lives of many, many people. This is because Pokemon Go at the moment is big. This is why I've chosen this story. I'm going to slap you for this. You know. Right, by the way, I have played it. Oh, God. Right, I have played Pokemon Go, I don't understand what the hype's about. To be fair, Aya plays it, uh, uh, Tropico plays it, but... Well, I've got I've got Pokemon Go on my old Samsung. I've played it for a maximum of about an hour. I've caught about six Pokemon sat in this very bedroom. Um, I have walked about a bit with it, but to be fair, I don't really want to go walking around the whole village to find Pokemon. Oh right, before before we get on to this, actually, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a an announcement here. Um, that last one, uh, that last news article we read, um, is on about uh, depression. Um, for those of you who suffer from depression or know someone who want help or want to help those who suffer. On the 1st of October, on my Twitch TV channel, which is always linked down in the description of any video on the channel, uh, there'll be a charity live stream for Depression Alliance, uh, where we'll be raising money to help those who have depression. If you guys want to come along to any stream, we will, and you have depression, A, everyone in that stream will always talk to you. Anyone knocks you, they, they're gone. They get gone because I'm one of these moderators that will just kick them out for saying but hello wrong. But if you, if you have depression and you want to come to any stream and talk to us, we can't give legal, you know, sound advice, but we can talk to you. Because I know funny. sometimes most that's of, all... Most of us know someone who has got depression yeah. or have suffered with it. Not yeah. ne not necessarily to the, to the extremes that you may be suffering with it, but yeah. have suffered with it. So, so if, if we you will be able to give... Personal advice. Yeah, we, we can tell you the best way to go, what we think. At the end of the day, I'd always say go go get a counsellor or something. But on the 1st of October, we're hosting a charity stream for Depression Alliance. And literally anyone there, depression or not, come along, donate, talk. Am I on that stream? Oh, uh, you can be. I haven't done much with well, it. Well, so yeah. we're, we're talking. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're talking now. You guys can wait. Uh, but yeah, on the 1st of October, guys, there's a charity stream. For Depression Alliance, come along, donate to them, and help either yourself or others with depression. And if you guys need help, come along to any charity stream. We will, I will quite happily stop playing my game, turn to my other monitor, get you phone numbers of anything, get you addresses of anything you need. Okay, so that's so the charity that's stream, that. October 1st, come along please. Okay, so we're going to get on to the last news story now, because I realise we've been on for quite a while. Oh, what are we at now? What are we at uh, now? Oh my god, this is going to... Well, suppose it's a two-hour episode for our first one back is not, not too, too bad. bad. Because we've covered so much content. So this last news we'll story is... two hours, one hours and a bit next month. Yeah, so... Um, this is a bit about Pokemon Go. I've played the game. As I said, I don't understand what the hype is so much about. 
especially these videos I've seen from Central Park in New York when there was a Charizard on the loose and about a thousand people almost killed each other trying to get it. But anyway, so uh, this is someone actually called 999 because their Pokemon were stolen. Now this was a prank call. Um, I've read the story, so I know it's a prank call because at the moment the developers haven't added any sort of player-to-player -player transferring no, or stealing which I Pokemon. Think, I think that'll be the next thing to... Yeah, but I think they just want to get the servers oh, right I agree. first. But so, I think that'll be the first update. This this story is very tongue-in-cheek. It's very, uh, very funnily written, really. So theft is an awful crime. It can leave people feeling scared and vulnerable. And if you've been a victim, you really should let the police know. There is, however, one scenario where you should hesitate before tapping in 999. That is, if you've been a victim of the heinous crime of... Pokemon theft. But one distraught trainer did not get the memo and called the emergency police number to tell them someone had stolen their Pokemon. And instead of getting through to Officer Jenny, the Pokemon Go player ended up speaking to Gloucestershire Police. I'm sure we're very, very fucking happy. Unsurprisingly, the call was not very effective and the police advised the unlucky player that it was not appropriate to call 99 at this time. Uh, regarding that and the incident appears to have been a prank call because there is no currently way to transfer Pokemon or steal Pokemon from each other else. Unless, of course, these guys were behind it, and then it's just a big picture of Team Rocket. Now, Pokemon Go, man. I don't... I don't. Don't get me wrong. I love the idea behind it. I love <laughs> the idea that they've now made it so you don't need to go and buy Pokemon X and Y or Pokemon Red. You can literally download a free app on your phone, and you can be the trainer properly. You Which can... is great. And they've created... The gameplay cases is pure Nintendo. What have Nintendo done for the last 10, 15 years? They've created games consoles that make you move. Yeah. And what have they done now? They've created an app with Niantic to basically make you walk around your entire village, city, workplace, whatever, getting exercise just to catch Pokemon. That, I'm sorry, brilliant. brilliant. Well done. GG. But already there's been a multi-car pileup in Massachusetts because some fucker got out his car on a moving, on a bridge and caused a massive fucking multi-car pile-up due to the fact that... I'm just going to slit me throat with this knife. You know, he got out his car and caused a massive car pile-up because he, sat, he found a Pokemon that he believed to be rare, stopped his car and caused a multi-car pile-up. My boss at work said he nearly ran a guy over the other day because the guy was literally walking, jaywalking in the road, back and forth, back and forth, trying to catch Pokemon. Luckily, my boss was only going about 10 miles an hour because it was one of them slower speed areas. But even then, he turned around to the guy and says, what the fuck are you doing? I could have ran you over. And he went, oh, I'm trying to catch this Pokemon, mate. And he's like, you're in the middle of the road. And he's like, yeah, I know, but it's the only place that it is. I don't give a sh... I'll tell you what. Guys, do me a favour, right? If you want to play Pokemon Go, do it. But for fuck's sake, be safe. I mean, you know, Pokemon Go is pretty much taken hold of the market yeah. in a way that even Nintendo and Niantic did not believe well, it would do. Well, if they believed it would do this big, they'd have better servers up yeah. and running already. But So, you know, play Pokemon Go if you want to play it. I don't understand the hype around it myself. As I say, I, I, caught, I sat in my bedroom, put on a incense or something, which is supposed to attract Pokemon to you. I caught six or seven Pokemon in half an hour just sitting in my bed. So, you know, there is ways around the game that you don't need to move, but... Do go out, do play it, but just look what you're doing. Be aware of your surroundings. It's the first fucking health and safety message that's on the game. Be aware of your surroundings. Don't go jaywalking in the road because you will get splatted. Don't go stopping your car in the middle of a busy fucking motorway or whatever because there's all of a sudden a mew there. Fucking leave it. It's a fucking game. Do not get yourself or anyone else killed if because you, you are you wanna stupid. If you want to go catch this mew, right, drive around the corner, park up, get out. 
walk. Fully enough, right? You know, since Pokemon Go has started, you've had um, there people are asking for a Harry Potter version. Why? Because that way then you could go around and you could potentially find Death Eaters or some shit, I don't know. There's been uh, people asking for a Game of Thrones version. There are people asking for a Walking Dead version. Um, I mean, the Walking Dead version would possibly work if you was walking around and on your phone a zombie started walking towards you and you had to kill it. And then you could go around and there were guns on the floor and stuff. Fine, right? But... Pokemon works because the idea of it is you're walking around and there's mystical creatures that pop out and you can catch them. I don't think these other games that people are asking for are going to work. Right. I'm going to leave it with this. Play your game. Be happy with what you've got. Stop whinging about everyone else for your problems. All the movies we've seen are great. Mirror's Edge looks great. Charity stream on the 1st of October for a Depression Alliance. Will be great. If you want to come to any other stream, by the way, also, and talk about this shit, do it. And if you want to find the best news stories in the world that'll have absolutely no fucking impact on your life, choose the Metro. Yeah. Right, I've been Anthony. I've been Callum. This has been The Bearded Opinion. Thank you for, for listening to us for two hours, if you've made it that way. And um, we Sorry was... for the break of two months. Yeah, sorry for the last break. We will be now, as I say, uh, going back to the podcast format. Yep. Uh, we may, here and there, chuck a few episodes on Twitch just for the fucking yeah. sheer fun of it. But for now, that's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>